Hey everyone, Chris Hansen here of Hansen vs. Predators and Catcher Predator. Why don't you have a seat right over there and listen to Kyle and Brandon, our podcast. According to my chat logs, Kyle and Brandon have interesting guests. No, I hated it. Yeah. Everybody's sweaty, everybody's on drugs, so they're super sweaty but also touchy. And then they touch your face and you leave there and the next day you have pimples. Fantastic conversation. He's underground in a lab, floating in a tank of water because he almost died. And most important, no predators. Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema, scene by scene. Here's some clips. Oh, he is. It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. I think that's where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Oh, hey, Internet. Welcome back to another episode of the Intoxicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan. And this is a comedy variety podcast where I shoot the shit with comedians, creators, and characters about the messiness of life. This week I have two guests on the podcast. Yet again, another week where I left things to the last minute and these two gentlemen were awesome enough to hop on literally the day before the podcast comes out. This week I welcome Durham Laporte and Mitch Tuznard. And this week, there's a little bit of a focus on roasting. A few weeks ago, I hosted a live stream with Durham where we did a roast battle and it was a lot of fun and probably more will be happening. So it's an area of interest for these two. They enjoy the roasting. I like hearing my friends roast each other. So we did talk a lot about roasting and we actually did some roasts at the end of the episode, which was a lot of fun. We went live on Facebook. It was a really, really good time. I want to give a big thank you to Mitch and Durham for coming on. And obviously, we shot the shit about comedy and life before that as well. This week has been a little bit crazy, but I'm glad to at least have an episode for you. I was looking kind of bleak there for a bit. Hurting comedians is like hurting cats sometimes. Getting new guests every week has just kind of always been a challenge for me. But that's why I'm glad I have awesome returning guests that are able to come on and hang out with me. So that's this week's episode. I'm This is going to be super quick. Make sure you follow Mitch and Durham on social media. Follow Intoxicated on social media. That's Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast. On Twitter, it's in underscore Toxicated. Make sure you are subscribed wherever you find podcasts. It'd be awesome if you could leave me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. A five-star rating would be appreciated. And a review always helps the visibility of the show. So that's something really nice you could do. You can email your questions, comments, feedback, or if you have any guest suggestions for the podcast at intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. And do check out Patreon. So that is patreon.com backslash intoxicated. I have updated levels on there. If you did want to sign up, I do want to give a shout out to a new Patreon. Welcome to the family, Evan Petrie. Oh my gosh. So I think Evan has been following the podcast for a bit. I do believe he is a fan of comedy and comes out to the shows at Oasis every now and then. So fuck yeah, Evan. Thank you so much for signing up. That is amazing. This is what Intoxicated needs. We need 
more fans of comedy listening to the podcast. So big thank you to Evan for signing up. I also want to thank Carmen, another Evan, and Catherine, who are the other patrons of Intoxicated. So big thank you to you guys for supporting the podcast. I think that's really all that there is this week, guys. I got to get to a comedy show right now. So I'm going to get right to this episode with Durham and Mitch. Bonjour, comment ça va? Je m'appelle Mitchell James Toinard. Voilà, et Derm, et voilà, Sarah. Nous sommes uh, Intoxicated Podcast. Why won't you say my last name? My last don't name is to, French. Don't forget to give us uh, five stars on Apple Podcasts and uh, like, subscribe, hit the bell, leave a comment, and share to some friends because it's great to support uh, the podcast. And sign up for the Patron and my only fans. Is that not pronounced Patron? <laughs> Patreon. Oh, Patreon. I, I spelled it, in all fairness, <laughs> I spelled it wrong in the chat. Uh, well, I think I always thought it was called Patron. Patron. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> do not forget to follow my Instagram at DartMitch. And I also run another Instagram page called What Joe Rogan Are You? Oh, I'm so fucking pissed oh, is that, that you led me on initially. That, I was oh, so, that's actually yours? I was so <laughs> proud of myself that I assumed it was Mitch. And I was like, I'm right. I know it's him. It's got to be. Because who else would fucking do that? I was trying to remain anon for a bit, but that uh, <laughs> that quickly fizzled once my uh, need for fame and recognition subsided my uh, interest in having an anonymous meme account. But honestly, I think having an anonymous anything is a bitch move unless you're trying to expose some Jeffrey Epstein type Edward Snowden shit. You know what I mean? But are you admitting I, that I to it being a bitch move that you made? A- I don't know what you mean. No, I'm not saying it's a bitch move. I made the account. I said it was a bitch move for me to try to act like I didn't make the account and mm-hmm. so I also have an anonymous account sad lunches Halifax sad oh. lunches HFX well it's not really anonymous anymore. yeah we all know <laughs> it that's true I, did, I do say in it run by Sarah McCall so Sarah it's not Michael. an anonymous account no <laughs> you guys might know this on OnlyFans like can you do you have to be pornographic or can you just like post no. any you don't well I don't think so so here's my thing I have one it's not approved yet but like it's in the process. Okay. <laughs> um, but I was worried about explaining it to my brother-in-law who does my taxes. <laughs> but I'm going to just say it's a podcast thing. Yeah, that's smart. But because I think I think for honestly, Durham, though, like for the most part, it is. Yeah. You know, like that's the whole point. I know that's the whole point, but I just want to know if like I'm allowed. You know. Oh yeah, like oh, okay, if you could. Okay. Yeah, there's. Uh, yeah, like if you posted a picture, they're not going to like message you and be like, I don't see enough penis in Okay, this. well, if there's a market, I could post like videos of me eating till I throw up or something. Yeah. I'm sure that's a good, I'm sure would a lot you, of people would, would like that. But would you make it your name or would you, like for me, I made it a different name. Um, I would make it uh, Durham's Dinners. Durham's Dinners. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's so good. you know uh, in 2021 look up Durham dinners on OnlyFans. I need some time to prepare. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's hilarious that you mentioned that because I'm trying to look up right now who I'm subscribed to. But I watch tons of videos of people eating already. So oh, I'm, that's already there's already wait, a market for yeah, that. mukbangs. We should have a mukbang live stream sometime. A mu- wait, it's called a mukbang. That's when M U K bang mukbang. Well, it's, well, that sounds sexual. See, I just want to eat. 
But that's what it is. Oh, okay. It's actually just like you didn't it's just it. people like they'll order like we did one. There was one live stream we did with Catherine Robertson here for her birthday where I just ordered a fuck ton of McDonald's. Oh. And we just ate McDonald's on stream and just chatted in between like eating. That's crazy. Every time uh, that is crazy. I've always said if I could pick one fast food place for life, it'd be McDonald's. Not because it's the best, just because it's the most accessible. And it's the most consistent. Yeah. Like, you know, like it, it's always the same. You know. Even it, I had McDonald's in China once. They it was the same there, except they had rice and chicken wings too. Oh really? Yeah. Oh shit! The chicken wings were really spicy. Mm. But guys, we're here on the Intoxicated Podcast. Uh, with two awesome guests who agreed to come on last minute. We have Durham Laporte is here. Hello. And this is your guys' first video episode. Yeah, we like both did person. a Zoom one. Yeah, you both did Zoom. Yeah. Dude, it's so cool to be here in Sad Girl Studios, dude. And Mitch! Mitch is here! What's up, dude? And you know Mitch from his YouTube series, Another Day, Another Set? Yeah, check first. out episodes 1 to 53. There is a total of 15 jokes through them all. <laughs> So that's uh, that's interesting that Derm brings it up, and I'd love to address it because that is a funny joke. So what I do, a lot of comedians don't do this. I don't think there's a single comedian that does this, and maybe there's a reason why, but I don't know. I think I think I'm at such a new stage in my comedy career that it's cool to have this archive of what it's what it sounds like, what it looks like to see raw footage of just a young rising comedian trying the same jokes over and over again in different orders and word placement and seeing what does better, what does worse. And there's a lot of random crowd work. And I like to film every set because there's always like that set you don't film and then something crazy happens. That's right. You know I what? I hardly film my I'm sets. I'm going to say it, Mitch. I, I like what you're doing with filming it. I think... Specifically, I think Albert, cool. Albert disagrees with me. He does. Uh, big time. <laughs> and honestly, like... <laughs> Dur- like I'll say it right now, Albert is a funnier comedian than me. I think he is Aww. funnier. He's better at writing jokes. But that's not a. But like, that's the beautiful thing about comedy is someone might think that I'm funnier than him. Okay, this sounds like <gasps> no, no, no. <laughs> I know what you're saying. No, I, okay, I'm getting <laughs> off track because this is not the avenue I'm going down. But what I'm saying is that like right now, Turn my back. digital footprint is bigger than Albert's. I think that in this day and age of comedy, it's so important to have online content. Okay. Dude, yeah, it's so important. Even if you have a lemonade stand, it's extremely important to have. Like, I'm gonna, I don't yeah. want to sound like Gary VTV, but like, if you're not like creating some type of content all the time, like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And mm. like, uh, like, and that, and but that doesn't mean just posting. That means also writing and creating and like, yes, and doing your stuff. But like, I think that where I lack in like my joke writing abilities I want to make up for in my presentation and like my content uh, inventory well also okay. but you're also building a personality that people will come to really enjoy watching yeah that's like oh I love hopping on these podcasts I mean like like I mm-hmm. I don't want what this thing this example stemming from me comparing myself to Albert to like narrate the whole conversation we're having right now but like like I think because he does a bunch of podcasts yeah. too, but like I think that like yeah, if uh, if you're not creating, bro, then fucking what you doing? Yeah, you better be busy at your job because I'm not busy at my job because uh, I don't work right now. Uh, yeah, because I'm on stress leave from work. Because I, dude, I, I'm not. Yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> but dude, I'm a, I'm a I'm a little I'm a little stressed. But fuck that. What's up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, Durham, like, you, you did Facebook Lives. Like, you ran, like, a little live show over quarantine. 
And like, what was that like? Well, yeah, that? I was just so desperate to do something because yeah. I had like just gotten into stand up for like I was doing stand up for four months, and then bam, I had to do like take four months off. Right. And. I don't know, it just felt weird, like, you know, falling in love with doing this thing and then just immediately stopping. So I bet yeah. it was worse for everyone else who's been doing it for years. Um, but yeah, no, it sucked because I, so I had to find something to do and it was really fun to do that and it helped me write a lot more jokes because I wasn't writing anything before I did those. That's the thing. It stretches your muscle of, of yeah. like talking on the spot and like improvising mm-hmm. and like all of that. So like that's what's really cool about like doing consistent live streams yeah and even though like the i guess the lockdown's kind of not coming to an end but like there's actual stand-up shows i think nova scotia strong we beat covid motherfuckers we beat <laughs> well, that we're not, shit we're not quite there they had us in the first half they had us in the first half dude if we there. kept these borders locked down like oh dude this is so funny because when i was younger <laughs> no when i was younger people would be like man i don't like immigrants locked down the borders i'm like Where? man what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> immigrants are awesome it adds so much more culture to your society but now as a uh, I don't know if Adult. immigrants had to be brought stop, into this. Stop talking. Yeah, this <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that I used to be so against the idea of locking down borders and not letting anybody in and letting only essential workers out. But now I'm kind of thinking that we should never let Americans in until like 2021 or something. And I'm so sorry if you have family in the States. I'm so sorry. What are you thinking? A wall? No, 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 no. Just don't want them in. Yeah, just don't let them in. Just a fence. You know what a fence I want, will though? do. I do want them to open the Atlantic. Like, I want to be able to see people from, like, Ontario and stuff. No. Not yet. No. Not yet. Uh, eventually, I do. When do you yeah, think one that will Because right now, right now, today, the date is uh, July 16th. I think we have less than three active cases. I know that there was three. Maybe there was two. Maybe there's one more. But less than three is, like, such a great number. I'm so... We are so lucky to see People aren't talking about how lucky we are to be at that number. And you can just go around and just shake people's hands and, like, not even worry about it and shit. It's so dumb. Well, I don't think you can do that. And I think... I think you can, totally. I think talking about it, that's where New Brunswick, they got cocky and then, bam, got 20 cases. That's the thing. So we can't get cocky. But, like, the the reason they got cases is because someone went to Quebec because because that was an essential worker. But but that's, like, one (laughs) essential worker to 20 cases. But I think if everyone... But, like, obviously, everyone who has been in the province for 14 days and showing no symptoms out in public should be able to act normal like Florida. Mm -hmm. But if you're not like, if you're not, I I shouldn't say not be careful in that sense, but like fucking, I haven't been anywhere as I've been chilling very, Mm -hmm. very small circles ever since the lockdown was open. Uh, I I do think we we should be safe. Totally. I don't know about uh, that. Can I hit that joint? It's speaking of being safe. Intoxicated. <laughs> this is an. Yeah, there's no booze on this episode, but there is a joint. So this yeah. is intoxicated. Um, intoxicated. I love an intoxicated podcast. What was I going to say? This is actually pure CBD only. <laughs> I don't smoke THC anywhere. That shit's fucking so lame. Is that. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I actually. I actually am. I'm drinking a lot less alcohol now. Oh, me too. Yeah. I'm not. Booze is sweet. Uh, actually, I did get pretty drunk on Sunday night after Andrew's memorial. I think I've gotten drunk once over the quarantine. Really? Only once? A lot of people went really hard. Yeah, the other people went opposite directions. Dude, neither of you were here for this, but uh, uh, rest in peace, Andrew Vaughn. Uh, I didn't go to the memorial just because I didn't know him that well. I met him like a few times. That's fine. And, like, I, but like, I always like respect him and shit you know what i mean like he's obviously funny yeah and like like you know i just never got to know him which is unfortunate rest in peace he was awesome 
gone way oh. too young. Tragedy. But uh, yeah, I uh, I didn't go to the memorial. I just kind of had like a depression eight hour nap all day. <laughs> Unrelated to the death. <laughs> But still, it's just it, other demons. Mitch no is deal. depressed and stressed, guys. Uh, but I gotta get this. Story we gotta out. do what we gotta do. What you love about yourself. Soon. I gotta get this. Oh story yeah, we gotta do. <laughs> Actually, why don't we? We should do the insecurity first. I'll and tell then this end quick story. And okay. Then, totally. what we love. Okay, what's the story? So it's a funny story. So, uh, <laughs> oh god. So uh, for a lot of the online people who aren't in our group of people, uh, so basically I have a joke where. I inhale when I say yeah. Da, da, da. It's a, a play on how Nova Scotians inhale when they say yeah. This is not a quick story. I'm sorry. Uh, That's okay. I'll, we I'll make time. Quick, I'll make it quicker. This is the quicker. podcast for oh, it. Go for it. So I have this joke about Nova Scotia inhale, and then Travis Lindsay made a Facebook post about an uh, about an article on Facebook that said that Nova Scotians are asked to stop inhaling when they say yeah because it spreads germs and that's bad for COVID spread. And then I commented. Or Travis posted on the thing. He said, oh, I uh, guess you have to st- retire your bit now. And I was like, but doesn't that just make it more dangerous and edgy? And then uh, Dan Hendrickson. Oh, Dan oh. Hendrickson. <laughs> Mitch bringing up the beef. All right, Dan Hendrickson. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, what is it? Is it Hendrickson? It's Hendrickson. Hendrickson. Okay, Dan Hendrickson. Yeah. Uh, commented, dude. How would I not bring up the beef on the podcast? Uh, that's what podcasts are for. We beef. need some for the juice, beef. some so, drums. So, oh wait, wait, Durham, put that bell in the middle. Okay, good call. Yeah. So, uh, he commented, and he was like, he was like, oh, that's actually a Peter Anthony bit. Now, I've never met him before, right? <laughs> so I've never met Dan before, and uh, he accused me of joke theft. Now. Uh, what, what's a your statement few, on this? A few people reassured me that I wasn't stealing a joke, but I did some research on Peter Anthony, and he's a Atlantic Canadian comedian. Uh, he's decently successful, I guess. Uh, I mean, I never heard yeah. of him up until then. I don't, think I've ever seen, I don't think I've ever seen a stand-up. Uh, but he's like, I know the name, though. He's like, yeah, pretty Nova Scotia. He has a bit that mentions the Nova Scotia inhale, but that's not the main punchline of the joke. The punchline of the joke is how they're... How how he's rounding up all of the things that people from Nova Scotia say, like imagine and uh, I can't remember another mm-hmm. one, but you get the picture. So uh, I messaged Dan about it and I was like, "Yo, like, do you think I'm actually stealing a joke?" And then he was like, "Here, let me pull." What it. did he say? Oh, I don't even know. I didn't hear about this part. I didn't know what he said. All right, dude, I'm going deep in the fucking Facebook the, messenger vault for this. I love it. I love it. Because I don't give a fuck, dude. There, okay, right there. there we go. So I said, how does Peter's Anthony bit go? And then he sends me the YouTube link. But I had already watched it because he took a while to respond. I think it was like 15 minutes he took or whatever. So Way too long. Way too long, dude. Way, way too, too long. long. So... uh that's not that long. Way too but long. But I'm used to guys not <laughs> texting me back at all. Oh, sorry, Mitch. Continue story. So then he sends me the YouTube link, but I had already watched it, so I didn't say anything. I was like, oh, I don't really have to... I don't have to say anything. And then he messaged at another time. Oh, no. A minute later, and then he said, wouldn't worry about it. Heard the premise a dozen times, which is kind of another jab, if you think about it, because that, that means he's saying the premise is played out. But currently in the Halifax scene, does anybody else have no. Uh, no, I don't I don't think. Think so. I'm working on a joke about it right now. Well, and I think you should because it's it's a pretty <laughs> so common thing in Nova Scotia. And I was like, yeah, right. And then I replied and I said, right after I sent that, I YouTube 
I YouTube searched and watched it actually. And I was like, yeah, I watched his and it's a bit different than mine, but thanks for letting me know. Okay, and that's then, nice. And, but then just sent me, and then he sent me the big blue thumbs, bro. Like, <laughs> Dan, I never even met you before. Well, did you meet him Why? on Sunday? Okay, I'm getting to that term. Oh. So I was like, Ooh, at this moment, I was like, I was like, Dan, like I never even met this dude before, and he's kind of like talking <laughs> shit. Like I don't know what the beef is, and then I told a couple people about it, and they're like, oh, that's just Dan. That's just, just how Dan. he. That's just mm-hmm. Dan. I was like, oh, so Dan's just a dick? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, uh, I guess that's funny to be a dick to someone you don't know. But you know what? <laughs> Comedy is subjective, so that's that's his prerogative. That is his prog. But on Sunday, I met him. And in person, he was very nice, which is weird because I feel like you should just be nice online as like an online courtesy because you know we're on all online together. It's just just some it was just some fun jabbing. Yeah, yeah I guess it was fun to make me insecure while I'm like depressed in COVID. But whatever, Aww. don't awe me because it's not funny when you awe me. Let's ding it. <laughs> there you go. Depressed in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so I met him on Sunday. Okay, how did you? What was the meeting like? And then I was like, Did you uh, introduce yourself? Yeah, we were like, he was like sitting across the table from me, and there's like a lull in the conversation. Yeah. I was like, Mitch was like, Hi. I fucked it up. Hi. <laughs> Just as slow zoom in on me, and then the curb the enthusiasm theme plays. Or uh, hello darkness, my old friend. No, that's when you like go back to gambling or something. Oh, I'll show you guys a funny. Uh, clip but wait, this. But wait, Mitch, how did you, how did the meeting with yeah, him Yeah, yeah, tell us. So, I go, there's a lot in the conversation, and I go, hey, Dan, I, like, I, we haven't met before, my name's Mitch, but we've met online or something like that. Like, <laughs> like I, addressing that we've had a conversation before, I'm like, yeah, like, hey, dude, like, you know, we're both like, comedians in this terribly tiny scene, so obviously we know each other, but this is our first time face-to-face meeting. And then I was super baked at the time, and I said something super dumb, which oh is oh my god, <laughs> what did you say? Which is not what you want to do in the situation because he was about to go on stage that night, and then I was like, "So did you just like drive down for the show?" We'll ding that one too. Oh, sorry, sorry, wow. sorry. I think you no, usually no, ding, no, no. Anyone can ding it. With it. It's it's a communal bell. Oh. What did he say to that? And did he like, just bust out like, laughing? No, he just kind of was like. He kind of like looked at me like he was pissed, and he was like, uh, "No, for my friend's funeral." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that thing that happened today." Oh, yeah. true, oh, my bad. And that's then, and then, so but like, not, but it's one of those things that's like it's funny now, but at the time it's still uncomfortable. So everyone there was kind of like, uh, "Well, yeah, it was the it was the day of the funeral, so, so I get that." Yeah, it's so super oh fresh, dude. <laughs> it's super fresh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so no one and then i kind of said i was like i kind of had to like address that i was super dumb there because i don't like to like just not address things yeah so i was just like yeah sorry dude that was a pretty stoner thing to say and then matt baker was just looking at me like i was the biggest idiot ever oh my and, god and, see matt dude i'm so sorry dude, dude matt baker i got a similar tattoo i also have a moth tattoo right here but oh i thought it was a butterfly but he said it's a, it's a moth and then i also have a shark yes it's so hard because it's flipped. Yeah, so I got a shark, I didn't and know he what has doing. he has the same tattoos. Did you it. know this when you got the tattoos? Uh, the butterfly. I knew he had his on his left arm, but I didn't know that he had a shark also on his left arm, right below it. That's so funny. And I got oh the shark gosh. there just because it fits. Like that's like, like a, just a cool. Dude, it's so hard with the fucking reverse camera, but yeah, I uh, gotta figure it out. But yeah, it just it just fit there really nice with what else I have. But his shark is also different. It has like it just looks different. But the placement is 
oddly similar enough that he could make a joke about it and it totally makes sense. And I think you guys have matching tramp stamps too, right? Yes, yeah, so we both have matching Prince Albert uh, piercings. Do you guys know what a Prince Albert is? Is that a dick piercing? Yeah, and yeah. Do, you, do you guys know what street I live on? Prince Albert? Albert Street? I, I live on Prince Albert Road in Dartmouth. Oh! And only recently I realized that I live on Dick Piercing Road, which is <laughs> just, Dick Piercing Road, which is just so funny that I live on a a street named after a phallic piercing. Like that's fantastic. You, you think that's that's what probably came first, not the Prince Albert? Yeah. Okay. Do you think that's a what sign else, that dude? you should get one, dude? <sighs> he has one. <laughs> Never. Never. Would you ever yeah, hear a nipple pierce? I wouldn't. No. Oh, oh li- you thought about that, it. Listen to that hesitation and like, the no. Maybe because I thought about it as a joke before, but the pain would be excruciating. I know some women who have their nipples pierced. I think it's more common. They, with they women. love it. Dude, Mackie has the funniest bit about nipple piercings. Oh yeah. I love oh yeah. Dude, shout one. out to Steve Mackie. Uh, um, fo- follow him on Facebook for his, and uh, he has a new, sh- new show going into season ten. Uh, it's two Lego dogs doing crazy shit. I think it's two Lego dogs on top of cars or something, talking isn't shit. it? Two Lego do- two Lego dogs on top of cars talking shit. He I also has a, he also name. has a series called Lunch on Trunks. That's where he posts a picture of his lunch on his trunk. What? <laughs> Is that real? I've never seen that. I've, I've never seen, seen that. I've no, seen that you guys one. never seen him post no. a picture of his lunch on his trunk of his I, car. Well, no. I've seen him post pictures of his lunch, but I didn't realize that they're always on the trunk of his car. We got, we got some haters in the chat, Mackie. Sorry. I really Sorry. need Mackie on this podcast ASAP. <laughs> yeah, what's your, to discuss? Are you, you going to finally reveal your beef with Mackie today? No, no, no. <laughs> I have zero beef with Mackie. He makes me laugh like no other person. Like he's oh my yeah. This God. is the this is the air out the beef episode. <laughs> well, okay. Here's what I'll say about Dan. Um, the other day, I put up on Instagram. Um, send me your guest recommendations, and he recommended. Um, my friend Pat, who's been on already, but it was like a long time ago. So like, I don't expect anyone to. Was remember. he ripping a jewel? Ripping a jewel on the on the podcast? Yeah. I don't remember. I think I we thought were. I, I think saw we, one in his no, head. No, we drank. You know what we drank? We drank Tom Collins drinks. Tom what, Collins. Did he have a jewel? No. No, we drank no. it through the jewel. Fuck that guy. Um, but so Dan suggested him. And then I reposted his suggestion, being like, "Oh, Pat's already been on, but like, I'd love to have him on again." And then, uh, and then Pat saw that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it was Dan Hendrickson that recommended you." And Pat was like, "I never know if Dan loves me or hates me." <laughs> so the ball busting is one hundred percent what he does, and it's not usually not personal. And what I'll say about Dan <laughs> is, I've never met you, but I'd love to do a show in PEI. There you go. <laughs> No, Getting good with no, Dan Hendy. No, Dan's cool. He's funny. Uh, that's Dan's uh, a sweetheart. Uh, craft beer sucks, though. I will say that. And uh, and I love what I'll say about Dan. He gives good hugs. He gives like a good bear hug. Yeah, he's definitely got a meaty uh, horn. But oh, you didn't get a bear. That's hug not much? what matters in friendship. What matters is like having a having a conversation before there's a. Uh, oh, sorry. Jesus, Durham. <laughs> I- <laughs> Mess that up. Every time Duran interrupts another one of my long-winded sentences, I'm going to ring the bell. Oh my gosh! Um, but we have some. We're gonna. We have some prepared questions here, guys. Because guess who's a professional? Not me. Um, podcast. What do you guys like about yourselves? Mitch, do you want to start? I got really nice feet. 
You got nice feet? Let's see Go those bad boys. Should I whip my feet? We, no. No. You can no, see you his shouldn't feet. do that. You can see his feet on his last episode. Yeah. <laughs> you showed your feet on the Zoom call? I wouldn't put it past me. That is, that, I, that's something I like about you, too. <laughs> no shaky cam this time, guys. Yeah. We got a steady camera. Um... But, like, go deeper than feet. Like, what about personality or, like, your character? I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. Your character? I'll go first. Uh, I feel like we should start with insecurities just because I feel like it. No, let's do it. Even though I feel like a dick just saying good things about myself. Uh, (sighs) I think I'm very, like, chill. I'm very calm. People don't. People don't get nervous or anything around me. I think I'm a calm presence. Mm-hmm. Um, level and like you're yeah, like a level presence. Yeah. Like I can't picture you being like super pissed off. I don't get uh, I don't Dar- get Dar- too Dar- angry. Also has a meaty rod. Um, thanks, Mitch. How do you know? One time he was like change. He was showing me his tattoo on his thigh. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, my god! I do love to wear short shorts, but not to show that off show off my legs oh i love my legs i have great calves that's something really? i love about myself i fucking hate my calves oh i wear uh, obscenely short shorts like when it's hot out mm. um i remember actually last summer i got uh, cat called uh i was walking by one of those beer gardens and some ladies went woo and stared at me in my shorts so i just gave them a little flex and kept going uh, wait, so you were offended by the cat call. Wait, wait. I, I wasn't because it doesn't happen to me often, you know. Wait, but if it was it? happening, no, can you do it again? How they do, do it? Do a little woo, you know. <laughs> how they do it? Do it one more time. One more time. One time. Yeah. A little woo. <laughs> I don't. I don't get why I mentioned. Are you just into it? Um, but just, yeah, it's it it really funny. The only does. the only time I've been cat called. So I mean, if it happened, if it happened continually, I would just start being like, "All right, calm, calm down. down. They're just calves, ladies." Yeah, I uh, love that. Good yeah. calves. Good calves, calm energy. Calves uh, and calm. Yeah, so if you're looking for that, I, I'm taken, so never mind. Have you ever <laughs> had a moment of freak out or like, have you ever had a moment of weakness where you like kind of lost your shit or like lost your temper? Oh, definitely. Uh, but I think it takes a lot for me to get like really angry. Right. Uh, Someone has to like really, 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 yeah. really push. Yeah. Like, uh, I've gotten in fights with, like, my old roommates before. I remember I was living with this uh, one guy, and uh, we had this other roommate for a bit, and he was kind of, like, like the glue between us, but then he went away, and then me and just this one roommate were together, and uh, for some reason, we were pissed at each other. I can't remember why. And then, like, one time in the kitchen, he just, like, bumped me, and we just yelled at each other, and then we were fine. Oh, wow. We just, like, yelled at each other super hard. I think we were just both pissed off at each other for no reason so we just yelled at each other we were living together for two more months there was no more issues sometimes it's good to get it out yeah because I think repressing like and that was the other question I was gonna have to both of you which is do you guys like if something bugs you about somebody are you guys the types to be honest and say it or do you just kind of avoid the conflict or avoid the potential conflict I avoid conflict (laughs) yeah I'd say more often than not, I try to address it, but that's a case-to-case basis. Well, I guess it depends on the yeah, thing. Like if someone's just like, someone just like annoys me like, and just isn't my vibe, I'm not going to be like, oh, I hate this person. They suck. I'm just going to avoid them. But like, if they're like a terrible person, I'll be like, let's not be around this person. Yeah, that's fair. I think that there's levels. Like where yeah. the Dan Hendrickson thing, like you addressed it, but you did it in the right way. Like you sent him a very nice message. It wasn't like too like... Yeah, he's kind of sending jabs, and it's like, dude, like, like <laughs> that. But that's another thing, like uh, how Durham said he's very forgiving. Like I'm also forgiving. Like if Dan was like, "Yo, you want to get 
a beer sometime, I, I wouldn't get drink a craft beer. Actually, I probably even would drink a craft beer with him, even though I despise craft beer, because I'm just a forgiving guy, and I don't really give a shit about anything. That's one thing I realized recently on a Molly trip, uh, that, like, I have never been wronged, and this is a blessing, anyone in my life, like, because I'm only 21, it's such a short life that I've lived, anyone in my life <laughs> that has ever wronged me... Sorry. Or has I'm done so anything bad to me? You're gonna have to edit that. Uh, for the headphone users, they're gonna stop listening. RIP headphone users. I walk some listeners. So, but what I was saying, I was getting real deep there. For yeah, a no, second, yeah. What so were you saying? You were but what I was saying was <laughs> recently in a Molly trip, oh, I yes. realized that in my short life of only 21 years. And six months or something. Uh, that I've never been wronged, really. Like, no one's ever really, like, fucked me over or, like, done anything, like, maliciously evil towards me with, like, an evil vendetta. And anything bad that's happened to me is just a result of, like, unfortunate events that would happen to anybody. And I'm very lucky and privileged in my Have life. Have you wronged people? Uh, no, not nothing, like, in an evil way like that, no. I mean, definitely I've, like, fucked people. But right. like, never have I been like, I want to do this just to hurt someone. Right. But like, maybe indirectly, mm-hmm. that is like a result of a different emotion or feeling. Mm-hmm. But I truly believe that I have never been like, oh, I want to hurt this person Malicious. just to make myself feel better. And yeah, like that's a hard. It, it's hard sometimes. Like I've had some days, and I've talked about. But that's just what I believe. So yeah, it's a definitely up to interpretation. I've had some days where it's been hard for me not to be malicious. Because I've been so angry with certain things that I'm like, I could, I could hurt this person just and to make me feel better. And that's why you need to do Molly, dude. And then I don't. I, I I never have ended up doing that. But it can be hard sometimes if you're really angry, um, to like not do that. It's tough. Yeah, I don't know. I'm always the type of like, like forgive and forget, but like don't really forget. Just forgive people, but like you remember if they're shitty. Ooh, what's your what's your astrology sign? I don't know. Oh, wait. Capricorn? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> yeah, when's your birthday? January 15th. Okay, I think that is yeah. Capricorn. Capricorn. Well, I saw Albert posted <coughs> that there's a new sign, and I don't know what, what? that... Yeah, he said something no. about that. There's like a new thing. Like, the scientists found a new... Well, I don't know if scientists um, found a new, like, star constellation. They're just trying to make more money on yeah. the... Uh, on, on the, the sad <laughs> girls of the world like yeah. me, who will, like... We're not selling enough birthstones. You haven't been a cancer this whole time. This whole time you've been something else. I don't know. You have to buy a whole that new would be set wild. of crystals. <laughs> so, Mitch, did you say... So, the thing that you like about yourself, is it that you're forgiving? Yeah, what do you or like about yourself, that, That's just something recently that I've developed. Like, when I was younger, I would definitely... I held grudges like the fucking... I held them gr- so tight, I would grip onto a grudge, and I would hold it, and I would pet it, and I'd be my little pet, and I would <laughs> rub its hair, and I its hair, and you are my grudge, and I love you, my little grudge, I love you, little grudge. But then I did Molly, and I was like, man, you know what, dude, like, <clears throat> like, honestly, I would love to, like, personally apologize to anyone who, like, I've ever had an issue with, you know what I mean? But you can't just do that, because, like, that's just the dumbest thing ever. You have to, like, if you run into them in the appropriate time, presents itself mm-hmm. like like if someone's still mad at me about something i can't just go and expect forgiveness mm-hmm. so like all i can do is just like be positive about it and not let it like affect me 
That's a good attitude. I think if someone's still mad at me about something, they should just get over themselves. Like, yeah, dude, fuck I can't, you know, unless I did something absolutely terrible, just get over yourself, stop being mad, if you don't like me, just fuck off. The the idea of apologies is, like, something I'm always thinking about, especially recently, which is, like, if someone wronged you or, like, really hurt you, would an apology make you feel better in getting closure of getting over that person, or would it not matter? And I've always been, like, I'd like an apology, because the reason I would... The reason I appreciate apologies are it's accountability. Yeah. It's being like, I recognize that I did something wrong to hurt you. Yeah. And I guess I'm it depends on how sincere the apology is, who it's coming from. It's all scenario based. Yeah. Or you could, just, you could just believe. <laughs> but Mitch, what do you, are accountable. you, what do you like about yourself? Yeah. yeah. What, what else do I like w- myself? I like my, uh, I like my <coughs> tattoo, tattoo collection. Uh, I have a few tattoos, and I don't regret any of them. I like them all. But that's not you. That's yeah. like, that, like that's yeah. It's like me. It's like yeah, I picked them out. No one like picked them for me. I mean, some of them were random from a machine, so they they were like random in that sense. But I chose to get a random tattoo, and like I my tattoos don't necessarily mean anything specific. But I mean, uh, it, I think it's just a cool curation of art. And, uh, Anything? What about your personality? Oh, my personality! I already started with a personality one. So forgiving? Yeah, that's a personality one. That's that's a, that's a, that is a, a good. That is a good trait. That's, that's, a, good. that's a freshly twenty twenty adopted trait of mine that I earned. And uh, hey, that's yeah. like twenty one. Like what? Like being able to like kind of do look into yourself and go, oh, this is like something new that I've realized about myself. That's pretty fucking cool. So good, good on you. And I realized it through BetterHelp.com. And if you sign up now, and if you sign up now with my promo code Darmich, you get twenty uh, percent off for twenty twenty. So just put in Darmich twenty, and you'll get twenty percent off. And yeah. s- speaking of, have you guys heard of Me Undies? <laughs> just kidding. Also, Fuck Me Undies. Also, the website for this podcast is built by Squarespace. Squarespace. <laughs> it actually, isn't. It's totally WordPress. Go WordPress. Do you know? WordPress. Did you? I realized like over the last couple of years that GoDaddy is like a like you build an internet or build a website site. Like all of my youth watching it, you I thought, thought it was it, porn. I thought it was porn. Me too. Oh my I thought God. it was porn. <laughs> like it's called GoDaddy, and they always had these like weird sexual. Oh, like they so don't have sexual, the ads dude. like that it's anymore, so but their old ads were such like sexual. Dude, innuendo. my first semi chubs were from GoDaddy ads, man. Yeah. And I was like, what? we need to watch Spike TV. Talking with the GoDaddy ads. Oh, Spike TV. That would never fly today. Spike TV. Just like deadliest one warrior. Of the, one of the ninja com- versus samurai. Which was more sick? Just one of Spike TV's commercials, like right before a show went back on, it would just show a machine gun shooting and then a close up of a woman's cleavage. Oh my god! And then it's like now back. To the man show, like <laughs> just a terrible, sh- terrible network, and I'm glad it's not around. <laughs> Dude, it's so sick. I miss it so much, and that's why. It, it's funny. That's why. The world Although they had some shit. hilarious Star Wars no commercials for all these crazy people. For some reason, they had Star. They had Star Wars commercials, and there was one where Darth Vader just used the Force to get a hole in one. <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah. Um, but taking it down from what we like about ourselves. What's and I've I asked uh, Matt and Albert this too. What's an insecurity you have, or like what's something you don't like about yourself? Mitch, you want to start this one? I started the last. Uh, one. I'm a huge slob. Uh, like my car is fucking disgusting. It's so messy. What in car there. isn't disgusting? No, I feel like everyone's car. Is <laughs> yeah, but like my car is like really bad, <laughs> and like it's been worse before. And it's, and it honestly, apparently, it's like something that like like. Like, I'm too depressed to clean it, dude, or something like that. I don't know. But I think what it is, it's like, 
I'm just stoned all the time. And I feel like <laughs> if I was sober, I'd probably just be like, yeah, I guess I'll fucking clean my car. This is kind of like what normal people do to impress women. Oh, my God. And honestly, like, I don't know how any woman gets in my car and be like, man, this is fucking that gross. That shows no. how low my bar is because no, I would because, just be like, he has a car. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, a woman's like, oh, my gosh, this guy has a car. Like, when I'm taking <laughs> girls on dates, I'm like, so where do you want to bust to, babe? <laughs> And that's how rough. Our, and that's how rough our fucking economy is. That everyone can't have a fucking affordable vehicle. That's such an issue. I mean, that's that's true. Tesla's for everyone. Twenty thirty, Mitch for prime minister. So would you say you have an issue with motivation? Oh, totally, dude. I'm so lazy. All yeah. I do is fucking eat KD cups because it takes less time out <laughs> of the box. <laughs> so gross. I've been eating a lot of blinkies lately. That's a bacon wrapped Twinkie. Uh, is that? That, that can't be real. You I've don't need that. Been, he posted a picture in the chat. Oh, you actually. I've been eating some Hickey KDs. That's when you put hickory sticks in a craft dinner no, cup. You know what the most disgusting thing that you ate was? You and Emma ate it. You guys got a pizza and put fucking Smarties on yeah, it. Yeah, first, first of all, Smarty first of all, that's gross. So and second of all, Smarties are disgusting. Yeah. Oh! Like, M&M's are so much better. I can't believe anyone Durham, would choose Smarties. I disagree with you. Oh, I'm I team Smarties. Smarty. Like Unless smarties. it's peanut M&M's, in which oh, case, yeah. peanut, I think peanut M&M's trumps everything else. Do you guys um, ever go to Pizza Delight when you were a kid and they had the kitty pizza with two Smarties on and it? And the licorice? Yeah. <gasps> and the licorice whiskers? Yeah. <laughs> God damn, that thing was so nostalgic. So, so now when you're fucking super hungry and stoned and you get a fucking medium pizza and you just chuck a fucking Smartie on town? Don't do that. It's disgusting and probably it makes for a bad time in the washroom, I'd assume. Oh my gosh. Just yeah, cheesy a couple, chocolate. A couple, Ew. Uh, you only throw a couple. It's kind of like you like, you salt bay the Smarties. You salt bay the Smarties on. Yeah, there's not many. And you would eat the Smarties with the pizza? Like you'd take a bite with both things. That's not good. Something Buddy the Elf would do. <laughs> I'm going to ding myself. As, I could see him as an elf. <laughs> Dude, that... I think it's close to the mic or something. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm going to put it on Sarah's side. I can't be trusted with it anymore. (laughs) I'm digging myself So many dings. Okay, Durham, what do you not like? What's your... Uh, My my biggest insecurity, uh, definitely my weight. I've always been insecure about my weight. But I was like, like in high school, I was like way fatter than I am now. Like I was a big kid for a bit. So always that, you know, always wear black because it's slimming. I'm also currently uh, self-conscious about my weight, but also I'm very body positive because like... You should be body positive. Everyone should be body positive. But if you want to be healthier, then you should fucking work out and shit, Pe- dude. People should be body positive, but also yeah, people should also understand that it's okay to not like your body. That's my opinion. Yeah, like like if, if, if honest to God, like you don't like it and you want to be better, that's okay. But you should yeah, still see, be. I, you should. St- I think you should still. I think you should be positive about wanting to change it. Like you should. Yes. But I mean, I guess everyone's motivation is different. But I feel like if you promote that narrative for the wrong person it could be detrimental you need to be body positive for other people but in terms of you and yourself because body image is so complicated and i realize like it it's interesting because like i imagine with guys way more guys are like insecure about stuff like that than i would i would even Uh, oh yeah definitely because you guys don't talk about like i feel like with females like we get together and we talk about this stuff together all the time uh, but with men, you guys don't usually talk about like how you feel about your bodies, right? Yeah, and I had no fat friends in high school either to relate to me. <laughs> oh shit! 
No, that's still supposed to be more of a joke. I was fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just told a joke that didn't land. <laughs> I always take things too seriously sometimes. <laughs> I go, aww. But, um, I think everyone should be body positive. Cheers. But no, but the weight thing is, is hard. Like, uh, that's... One, uh, one funny thing is uh, I was, like, especially, like, in middle school and stuff, I was, like, very short and chubby and round. So, like, until, like, I was... 12 or 13 I exclusively wore elastic waist pants and then like right when I lost a bunch of weight I like ha- like my thing was I just hated sweatpants and everyone knew that I just hated sweatpants oh really yeah sure. the, yeah I started wearing I think all it's because my I used to wear pants. them all the time and then I was like don't have to wear those anymore screw them yeah yeah I started wearing all, uh, so over the quarantine so I went on stress leave around November from work uh, and then uh, so I didn't Work and it was also that was in November, so I wasn't skating at all. So I was just sitting at home watching Goodfellas every day, just eating Blinkies, just eating KD cups and shit. And then uh, fast forward to March, I'm like, okay, I think I'm ready to go back to work. And then there's a fucking pandemic that breaks out, and I live with my grandmother, so I'm like, dude, I can't fucking, uh, you know, work at Costco. That's insane. Right. So I was like, I guess I'm chilling at home for another three months. So I've just been sitting at home for six months, not skating. Just writing jokes, trying to do some online podcast appearances to keep sane, and uh, I've just been, yeah, just fucking eating food, writing Honestly, jokes, smoking s- dope, about an ounce a week. One sec, how many weeks is that then? <laughs> Six times four. Dude. I'd say I probably buy about an ounce a week, too. Yeah, seriously. Holy yeah. shit. And, like, that, no, that's, that, that, that's it's a like, lot. I know, I'm, like, I'm, like, on such a <laughs> schedule with mind. it. So, uh, wake up, 8 a.m., four joint. times six, 8.30, bowl. So, it's been 24 weeks times 28 grams equals uh, so i've smoked 672 grams of marijuana in the last so uh, that's so much money dude. wow oh my god i don't uh weed is not part of my everyday life although i do enjoy it yeah. but it, I'm, i've never been someone who could just smoke every day just for no reason you know yeah, no i smoke weed every day like i do it socially and i do it i sometimes do it if i want to be productive yeah. Or if I want to calm down, but if it's if it's outside of those two things, I won't do it. I honestly don't think I've written a joke not high. Not a joke that works anyway. Oh, here's a question. Speaking of writing jokes, when do you guys find that you write? Like are you someone who something will happen and you'll write it right then and there? Or do you actually yeah. take dedicated time and sit down? To like specifically to write. I do a mix of both. Like I have like my phone where I've like I think of something. I'll just right. like write down a little thing to help me remember that. Yeah. And then like Which is so key. Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll just like take my book and like look through what I have and see if I can think of anything. Um a lot of times just like talking, something will come naturally. Especially like now I live with Brandon Michael. Especially another yes, comedian. You live with another comic. And like talking to him all the time, like I think him and I have come up with quite a few bits just like talking to each other like uh, each of us have a good uh, a new multiple personality bit that has been doing well and uh, so just like definitely from talking to you people you guys both have a vape joke that you got from talking to me either though <laughs> neither of you vape well uh, my, va- my, va- my vape, vape my vape joke bomb man I, his, I'm vape, not doing his vape joke bombed, so he's he's I'm not abandoning doing it, again. it, even yeah, though it only done. bombed once. Yeah, which I, I think you should like at least much. let a joke bomb twice. <laughs> but uh, Brandon, also, I'm not going to uh, yeah. do his bit on the podcast. But his is good. His is good, and I'm not even upset about it at all because, like, fucking. What was his joke? Like, we had a co- we had a conversation about it. 
it's about no you don't uh, even have to edit it out but I was just gonna say that uh, that see the flower on my shirt now that Brandon has a yeah his bit that but I honestly like I, I think I'm half remembering it though, so like I don't say I shouldn't even be going on record. Yeah, you're a little bit of a, you're a little bit drunk. Every now and then, yeah, dude, I'm fucking loaded. I've drinking three ice caps this morning. I've been eating peanuts. I've been eating chips ahoy's. Don't I've been eating Blinkies. <laughs> I ate three Boston creams. We went to Fortune. Oh. We went to Fortune Donuts before we went to Tim Hortons, and we got donuts. Yeah. there. And then what? Got, and then got you really? <laughs> no. Imagine okay, that. but we gotta we gotta talk about the the, the oh text my gosh. that happened. Right okay, before. so <laughs> Mitch and I were on our way over here, and like Sarah asked us to stop and get donuts. So we're in the Tim Hortons drive-through, and Mitch is like, "What kind of donut do you want?" We are talking to the drive-through person. I look over, and Sarah's text just says. What kinds are there? <laughs> Where are fucking Tim Hortons? You want, and then Mitch just looks over and is like, yeah, what kinds you got? And I'm just there like completely embarrassed. And um, she lists off all the kinds. The second one she says is Boston cream. Mitch, is, Mitch, yeah, just let me get a Boston cream. She was pissed. She was like, that was the second one I said, sir. So... I don't know. That was just a wild time. It was taking so long to reply. I said, that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't take that long. Time, I just couldn't believe. I, couldn't, I just couldn't believe you asked what kind. I'm really good with my phone. I pride myself on being pretty prompt. Like I'm a pretty prompt responder. I was in the screen. Let's see the time. So I so said, "What kind of donut at twelve nineteen? And then you got to double tap the message. And then twelve twenty one. You said, "What are the options?" Three minutes. Okay, that's. I guess if you're in a drive-thru, yeah, that's... Uh. <laughs> I thought I'd give you more time. And, like, I couldn't believe he asked... He I couldn't believe he asked minutes, what the options were. in drive-thru is fucking hours. I couldn't, believe, hours. I couldn't believe you asked what the options were as if you were going to write them all out to Sarah and see yes. what she wants. Because <laughs> you, like, part. there's no way you were going to do that or the I was going to allow I, you to do the that. The reason I asked for the options was to stall... Yes. So, Sarah. I actually <laughs> see that logic. Oh, what the... 100%, 100% that's the logic. Because so, I said... I said, "What kind of donut?" She said, "What are the options?" I said, "Tim's hurry." Well, so that I, means that I, means that means you should know the Tim's selection and say something from Tim's. Oh, see, I didn't Which, by the Tim's way, I did. Hurry. I didn't think you were at Tim's. And then she said, "Boston Dream," <laughs> <laughs> which could be easily confused with the new Dream series of donuts. That That's no? right. It could be. Yeah. So I was like, "Cream?" Question mark. And she said, "Cream." <laughs> So that's the end of that story. Well, that was funny. We live such an exciting life. That was really funny. Okay. That was funny. Do, do we have any other insecurities we want to talk about? This is therapy um, hour. It's I think a I, chance to get it out. I think I want to go, like, I feel like it made it more sad when I said I'm insecure about my weight. I used no, to be. No, that's a legit insecurity. I used to be a lot more. I'm less now. Everyone's insecure about their bodies except yeah. for bodybuilders and people who fucking hit the gym like crazy. Well, they could be the ones why, who are most insecure. And yeah. that's why. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, Durham. Good point. Mm. And that's why everyone should be body positive. Yes. But it is okay to, to improve no, yourself Sarah. if you want to feel better about yourself. I am no. also very insecure. <laughs> I'm insecure just about my looks in general. Yeah. As you should. <laughs> um, save it for the roast later. Uh, I'm sorry, Sarah. That's not true. Yeah. Sarah, you're beautiful. And as I was saying two seconds ago, everyone should be body positive because everyone's body is beautiful. That's true. I, I think I just I don't always like... I feel like gay men and straight women think I look great, but like straight guys don't, and that's an insecurity I have. Why? Um, because I'm a little more glam. I'm a little more high maintenance. 
Mm. One one might say high maintenance, and I think most guys want like a really chill, like just woke up and put on some mascara. I don't know. I think I, I think, think every, I think every guy likes something different. Yeah, I think there's mighty the different preferences. I think there's definitely multiple straight guys who do want that. Actually, yeah, yeah. But, but there's gotta could find also be them. straight guys that don't care. Yeah, and can appreciate. Um, both versions. Or there's, or there's maybe there's straight guys that need like a kick in the butt and need a glamorous woman to make them uh, do more. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. That could be that for somebody. Uh, I used to feel back then, like any time I was like going on like a few dates with a girl or something, like for that period of time, I am trying to be my best self, not my usual like slob, yeah. single self. I'm trying to be better. So... You should always try to be better for yourself, not other people. Well, that's what I learned, and now I'm much happier with myself now, Mitch, that I learned to love myself for myself. Oh, I like that. Um, Luke, I am your father. I don't really Great get this. Line. I don't get this question. So, okay, another thing we're going to do is we're going to find um, questions on Reddit, because Reddit, I'm obsessed with Reddit. I use I, Reddit a lot. I I'm on there a lot, and I love the Ask Reddit um, subreddit. This one says, "What's an example of no good deed goes unpunished?" And I don't really understand that question. You guys get that question? Yeah, it's like you know, it's like the phrase "no good deed goes unpunished." So, what's an example of you doing a good deed and then you got punished for it? Like it, <laughs> it worked. It worked out poorly for you. Mm. That's a tough thing of an example off the top of my head. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. Good deed. Maybe like getting somebody involved in a personal situation that they should not have been involved in. What's the good deed there? Telling the truth. I guess so. Exposing the truth, which Expose. I mean, I have yeah, the exposing the truth thing is uh, an interesting conversation too because it's like the example of like say you had a girlfriend and you sexted with somebody else. Some people think that's cheating. Some people don't. I think it's, I think it's very close to being. It's definitely not being faithful. Right. <laughs> yeah. The but then it becomes. Be do, you, do you tell her? Like I, some people think telling the truth would would be good. I think you should probably tell her. And I think if you're sexing with another girl in a relationship, unless you have some open relationship thing, that relationship's probably done. Dude, I think that's I the agree. sickest thing ever. As long as there's no actual penetration, it's not even cheating. My <laughs> dry humping, totally on the table. Oh, that's, my God. Dry humping is monogamous, okay? Jeez. Yeah, that is what they say. If you get married and you want your marriage to last, dry, dry hump, hump other people hump outside other people. the relationship. In public. I actually, my, grand, my grandparents, they were together for years and years, and I asked my grandfather one day, how did you guys stay together so long? And he said... I would just what? dry hump what? women. I'm 80 years old. What? <laughs> I, post- I can't even I'm, hear you, Graham. I'm 80 years old. I actually enjoy the dry humping quite a bit. Dry I think it's good foreplay. Oh, really? I don't. It's, it's like, especially when you're wearing jeans, it just hurts. No, yeah, that Nikki makes it Glazer. way hotter. So I posted on my Instagram a clip of Nikki Glazer talking about that. It makes it because gets the click going. If, if, yeah, on girls, the jeans seem... Uh, starts right by your clit. Okay. So it's actually fucking great. You see, for guys, it's just you have an erection. That's why Durham's pushed, wearing jeans right now, so I can rub getting, his clit. <laughs> <laughs> for guys, you have an erection, it's just getting pushed down by this evil, like, aggressive oh, yeah. fabric, and you're just like, this hurts. For you guys, it would be, jeans seem like a nightmare. No, dude, yeah. jeans are awesome. That's why I only, like nice, that's why like, I only uh, dry hump in sweatpants. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, my hookup buddy came over yesterday. I finally got laid after, oh, after, oh, after, dang, nine, after dang. nine months. Did you oh. even clean these chairs after? Where after was, it was in that couch, that couch, the kitchen, the sink. After, we did it in the hallway. After nine months. After nine, nine months. months. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, he had like these underwear your that celibacy were like different went, underwear. Your celibacy went the I full turn. seemed a little more relaxed. Wait, what underwear? What do you mean? <laughs> what, what like a, it was like, oh fuck, what was the name of the kind? It was a certain kind of underwear that had like a little pouch for the penis. Me oh, and sacks? Yeah, there it is. Sacks? Oh, they're great. Yeah, he said that he'll, he'll never go back. Oh no, it's just, they just hold. Oh God. They just, was, is that, oh look, Mitch is holding them right now. So describe what's going on right in this area here. <laughs> There's a little pouch that is holding <laughs> oh his God. testicles in place. Don't, you can't, it's going to be on YouTube. We don't want it taken down. Um, and it just holds them there, keeps it quite comfortable. Me, Jesus I'm Christ. me. I'm quite cheap, so I got the fruit If you're not getting flagged, you're not having Fruit-a-loom. fun. I'm just kidding. I think I have some Calvin Klein's on today. Oh, I got to say, it. though. I'm not going to show. He said something wild, like <laughs> yesterday. Like, what do you say? Nine months, okay? Yeah. So you think after nine months... Did he call months, you mommy? Was he like, <laughs> mommy, mommy? That's you the creepiest thing ever. There's so It's so crazy how daddy, like some girl calling you daddy is so sexualized. It's, and that's like not a taboo at all. That's very common. But mommy, not so oh much. Oh my God, dude, that'd be so gross. But, and like if some... It's like I'll just be watching a porn. <laughs> a uh, porn. Just like a porn. So like I go down to the porn, porn store... I rent this porn, I take it home, and then it's just like, like even the mention of my mom is just like, what so about gross. Ste- what about dude. stepmom? Not even, dude. Yeah, I, I hate like all it that stuff. The titles are so aggressive. Just reminds me of my mom, honestly. Yeah, no. I feel like everyone's watched one of those at least once, though. Well, yeah, yeah they're the, the best sound video off. quality. Sound just, off. Like, we're off. all very disgusting people. I never, I never like watch like the start or the lead up of porn. I just skip to the good stuff. Watch a lot of porn now that you have a girlfriend. No, Ooh. way less. Way less. But way still. Less. Fair, though. Yeah, sometimes. Like but way, often? way less. Uh, how many times a day? How many times a day? Today. today. How many times? Ask, none today. I'm going to ask today. how many times per week, probably. Yeah, probably like once a week. Yeah. That's... Is that just like when she's not feeling it? You're just like, fuck, oh my I need God. Well, I'm not, we're, we're, not, we're not together every day. You need to milk yourself sometimes. Yeah, I actually have. Uh, have you ever heard of? Uh, have you ever heard of the milking fetish? Yes. Yeah. I used Where to you, like you lay on the table. I have a. I have a self milker. <laughs> <laughs> I used to actually. I used to actually have a girlfriend and uh, live with her, and I still jerked off like every day almost. Uh, well, how old, were you? Were you eighteen? And she would get mad at me, but honestly, sometimes like. Because it's selfish, because it's like, I'm just trying to ch- catch that O, but I'm not trying to, like, no, in- include her. Here's my thing. I would only get mad if, like, I was over. I say, do it fucking all you she, want. Yeah. Oh, but, but she, if you live together. But, yeah, that's the yeah, thing. She always got mad because her friends were over. <laughs> <laughs> and we lived in a studio. <laughs> Is that a new bit you're working on? No, I just thought that was funny. Oh, to say my right God. There. That was just a freestyle. A that's, freestyle. that's funny. Should I write that down? <laughs> So hey, viewers at home, if you think that's funny, <laughs> just DM me at, at Dark Mitch. No, I, I think it's funny. I think you got some funny. good stuff. Both of you came back from quarantine with really strong comedy, I have to say. Oh, thank okay. you. Both of you. But I came back a little both harder. <laughs> I, I, but I no, came back a little harder. You're both thank doing you. really great. Like, well, I came back a little new harder. New stuff, which is really good. And like, Yeah, it's fun doing new stuff. But if one person had to come back harder, it was Durham. I think, I think y'all did great. Like, that yeah. first Oasis show... 
Yeah, that was really fun. Oh my was god, so good. Um, I came on stage and I was like, "Some motherfuckers!" My mom's in the audience. <laughs> oh, that was good. Was that your first time, mom, your mom, seeing the, you do stand up? No, that, that second, was the third second. Oasis show, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the third one. My mom is seeing me do stand up for the first time tonight. Mm. Yeah, I'm very That's cool, dude. Fuck yeah. It, well, it'll be very interesting because I'm doing. Uh, I'm hosting Hop Yet tonight. So, like, ding as ding a host, ding. yeah. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ding it, but not like a fucking maniac. Listeners listening, you won't be able to go because this is yeah. gonna come out the day after Hop Yard, and, and it was sold, sold out, out anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when my friends have sold out shows, it really warms my heart. But well. it also ices it up a bit when you didn't give me a spot. <laughs> <laughs> um. But so it'll be her first time seeing me tonight. But where I'm hosting, my set's going to be a bit cleaner than I usually am. Right. But so then she's going to see me on Sunday at Shoe Shop, where I'm going to do like a dirty set. So I'm so, I'm, okay. I'm interested to see what her reaction is I to the two. Have a question about this for both of you, because I'm going to be starting stand up soon, and hopefully if it goes, if it doesn't yeah. go terrible, I'll keep up with it or I'll try to. Um, what is that like? Where like let's say like in my case. So many of my jokes involve like past partners. Yeah. I even do have a joke about my parents. Like, I don't want, I don't fucking want my family seen or hearing. You see, what is I, that hard to navigate? Like that, like you, you know that they want to come out to support you, but you're like, eee. see, what I do is I do have jokes that are like kind of real of what happened, but I also have jokes with my family that are just ridiculous that right. didn't happen. So when like I say like, remember my jokes are heavily over exaggerated. Like, right. I don't actually mean all these things. I mean, obviously, some of them come from, like, a place of somewhat truth. But, like, and I don't know. If you're going to come see my comedy, you're going to see that. So you're, you're, you're okay gonna with it. In the end, you're okay with it as long as they know. You yeah. just give them the preface of, this is exaggerated for comedy. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. Interesting. Because I always wonder what would happen if, like, let's say I just randomly did a show and I see, like, my hookup buddy is there. Yeah. I always wonder what goes through comics mind where it's like, do I just all of a sudden don't do those jokes? Do I take it out and put other ones in? Or like, do you decide on the spot or do you just not care? Like, I'm always curious about that. One time I I was at a show and this girl that I used to... She's in the audience and I was and like I didn't think we were really cool with each other just because she because like I broke up with her like when I was drunk late at night and then I had like another girlfriend right away right after it just wasn't a classic it, was, moves, classic yeah, it wasn't a flattering that is... hey relax guys relax guys I'm fucking you know, anyways whatever <laughs> fuck off I don't have to explain myself to you so she was in the audience and that totally made me nervous and I was did, like did you take bets out because she was there there was a couple jokes I didn't tell, yeah, just because I yeah. thought it would be weird, yeah, and uh, and 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 I probably should have, and then it was just me in my own head. But I'm just saying that's like, like when you live in such a small city, I know that's, that's bound to happen. Thing. But that's just something you have to get over because we do have the blessing of being a small city. Me and Durham were talking about this earlier. Like, my friend wanted me to move into his apartment August first in Toronto. And his, the rent's like five seventy a month, and I was like, "Dude, that's cheaper than a place in fucking Halifax." And it's like in a sweet part of Toronto, and he's like, "That's good for Toronto." And he's a two super, it's crazy for Toronto. It's a, thre- it's a three. It'd be three. two, two other, still, two other yeah. dudes my age who are like total skater dudes. It's two other dudes, and then they have a closet for Mitch. So that's why it's so cheap. Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, listen, that's that cheap though <laughs> for Toronto, man. That is really cheap yeah, for Toronto. Man. That's crazy. So yeah, I, that is. I was, I thought about it, but listen, it just comes down to those COVID cases, and that's why we need to lock these fucking borders would out. Would you, would you eventually go to Toronto? Do you think? Yeah, totally. Just to get out there, give it a shot. If it doesn't work out, fucking try somewhere else, man. Do you think that's like the next city you'd want to go to to do stand up? Yeah, totally. Just give it a shot. What about you, Durham? Jim was, but I don't want to out Jim, but Jim was talking to Durham and he was saying that shows are even 
harder to get on out there than yeah, here. Yeah, because there's more comedians. And there's yeah. more comedians in like... Like uh, apparently, there's sometimes like thirty comedians on a show, yeah. like doing three minutes, and then like a bunch of people are getting up because they're leaving when their friends are done, and right. it just seems terrible. Like I couldn't imagine how soul sucking it'd be to get up at like I don't know, like twelve thirty one a.m. and like after waiting for like four hours and then just bomb because there's no one there. It would just right. be a terrible way to but spend your night. But it would build your resilience. Yeah, but if you're doing that every night and you find it like super tough to get, because like at our level there i don't think i think it'd be tough to get a, as consistent of an audience that we get right. here because here we got a super consistent like you know like 15 people audience which is right. great yeah no you're right yeah there's a lot of advantages to the smaller scene yeah. a lot of disadvantages though yes yeah. but also i would definitely want to just go to toronto for a bit and check it out like fucking what a couple months in there check it out check yeah it that'd be cool skate yeah. around fucking sick dude come home i mean start if all i over. were to move anywhere move back in with my grandmother there. after i lose all my money i i really like montreal i think i'd want to go to montreal Montreal yeah. is like see that's the thing I would love to move to Montreal too but I've traveled there a few times and like it's sick but I like Toronto too yeah I like yeah, I've, been, I, I've been to both I, like but both. I think I like Montreal more but Vancouver is also super sick Vancouver is really sick too I've never been out west Vancouver I've never is been out really west fucking either. sick oh guys dude Vancouver to. is beautiful so like yeah probably Vancouver too but it's expensive I don't got money for that yeah we're mm-hmm. all naming like major cities like none of us are saying like Kitchener or like well like <laughs> never would yeah. I do that like well, Maybe though, like now, a city, Kitchener, a city I like, hardly know her. A city like Ottawa, <laughs> a city like Ottawa now, like the rent is like the same as Halifax, like six hundred. Ottawa's five, nice too. Yeah, uh, Ottawa's good, and Ottawa would be good for stand up because like they have a scene, but then uh, also you could probably like go to like Toronto, Montreal, and try things. That's right. You're like kind of closer. Where here, to where those here, we can yeah. go to Moncton and St. John. How are we gonna afford it all? No, this yeah. is such a hard industry. Well, I mean that is uh, <laughs> that's the main thing. It is tough. Yeah. And and also the uh, working while pursuing com- like comedy to like pay your bills, like that's also tough too because you have to have the energy to do stand-up at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and uh, honestly, that's tricky. On that note, we just reached an hour and I think it's time for a roast, Sarah. Oh my gosh, Mitch. There's no rules roast? on this podcast. I just made we that rule. We didn't do uh, an unpopular opinion yet. Oh, well, yeah, can we, do that. Need... we can do that after. No, no, I'll forget, Mitch. Yeah. I'll forget. We gotta do it now. I think we should do that, I think we should do that first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, unpopular opinions. Do you guys have any? Yeah, sure. Um, they can be silly or serious or really whatever you want. I think... Uh, um, what do you got? I have it can one. be. It can even just be like stupid. Let like, me go through I, my phone. I have, Actually, a, I have an unpopular let me, opinion. Let me write one real quick. Um, a lot of sports are returning and they're like doing like bubbles. And I think it's... Uh, Wait, what do you mean by that? They're doing like, bubbles. Like the NBA, they're all like all the NBA players are in this hotel, and they have they have all these like guidelines they have to do to follow, and they're calling oh. it like the bubble because they can't like go see other people and stuff. Okay, but they're still seeing the workers who see other people, and they're in Florida. So just the idea of these like big sports leagues trying to like keep COVID out of their sports league by having these like bubble cities is I think like I think every. I think they're just going to get more and more cases. Yeah. So my unpopular opinion is that the sports shouldn't come back until 2021. My unpopular opinion is that sports should stay away forever. No, no. See, I do like <laughs> I do like sports. There's a lot of sports culture that sucks, but sports themselves. Sports themselves are good. Yeah. Actually, I was never allowed to play hockey because uh, my mom just hated hate it, the, like, the hockey culture that the rink in my town had, which 
Like in hindsight, I'm glad I never played hockey there. I think it would have sucked. What was the hockey culture? It's just like literally parents would like yell at children who aren't theirs about hockey. And it's like, it's just a sport, man. Calm the fuck down. I played basketball instead. I was a big bench warmer, but I love basketball. So Oh, yeah. I, I was actually the in grade 10. I was the captain of the JV team, but I still only played like five minutes. But I was team captain. All that leadership capabilities. I, <laughs> I'd i like to learn more about sports, just honestly, for dating. Because <laughs> I feel like I need to have some base knowledge to like bond with any man. But that's just, that's just me. What about you, Mitch? Unpopular opinion? Did you find one from your phone? Did you call Dude. a friend? So... Uh, I had a sad realization right here that I feel like I'm kind of like a simp lord who, who's just a sheeple who just fucking... Because I don't really have a real... Is this your unpopular opinion that you're a simp lord? No, no, I'm just saying I don't really have a lot of unpopular opinions. I feel like most of my opinions are like popular in their own in their own uh, what about circles, like, like, you know? Pe- like it can be something like, um, I don't mind... Okay, here's one that I have. I don't mind meat under cheese on pizza. Meat under cheese? I, I don't know what's the difference, what? so I'll do the same thing. <laughs> you can put, Meat, you, like you can put your pizza anyway. I'll eat it. Yeah? yeah? Some people are literally so avid on pepperoni on top of cheese. That's, that's just a ridiculous thing to care about. It's just like the pineapple on pizza thing. Like, why do you care so much? Yeah. 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 I'm pro. I'm, I'm pro pineapple honestly, on pizza. I'm kinda, listen, I agree so much with Durham that I'm even upset that he brought that up and dignified such a stupid thing with a, with a shout out on this podcast. I'm a I'm pro pineapple on pizza and like I'm pro like if you don't stop like it, about it. We don't but, want to give them but no that's another but, thing people should stop making fun of Trump and stop even talking about Trump and we should just delete him off all internet and just not give him attention because that's what he really gets that's a good that's, that's a good plan just and, the Trump yeah. just a Trump media blackout yeah you should talk about who you want to vote for well sadly you can't vote for Kanye West anymore because he's not yeah only he's uh, dropped out of the election ten days after. Oh. Ten days after his presidential bid, which I, I think that's that. a loss and for America. Eleven days after his new song dropped, his that's true. His, yeah. I'm so fucking out of the loop. Holy shit! I don't know. His new song wasn't that great. Mm. I'm a big Kanye fan, but I wasn't a big fan of that song. Um, so he has some cool songs, but I don't really think he would have some cool policies. What I don't think he would have great policies, but. Do you guys know who would play you guys in a movie about you? Oh, okay. That, that's so funny that you mentioned that. So I have a joke, uh, and I'm going to, like, this is cool. So you were talking about, you want to talk about joke writing earlier? Yeah, so, oh, yeah. So right now, I had this idea for a joke. So I went to this school. I went to a s- school with this kid, and he was a super, like, you know, weird, like, the classic kid in the movie that, like, would get bullied. You know what I mean? Like, but... When I went to high school, I went. To, I graduated in 2016, which is not that long ago. And I feel like kids nowadays, because I'm still a kid, so I think I have like an ear to the ground. Kids nowadays don't really bully kids in the same way that you would see in like a movie or has been dramatized in movies. Like nobody would go up to this kid and like push him in the locker and be like, "You're a da 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 weirdo nerd." Butt muncher, you know what I mean? Does that not happen? Like, I don't know. Like, he just wouldn't be invited to parties. Like, people just wouldn't invite him to parties. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, you just think bullying's changed for the better? And, like, no, not change for the, but, like, I think bullying right nowadays is, like, more exclusion based. No, yeah, definitely. And it's more online. Online exclusion. It's so different. Shit talking. Although, I got, uh, I remember being bullied on uh, MSN. When I was in, yeah, totally. So you go to like a little high yeah. school. The the That's, beginnings that was of the start of the uh, the cyberbullying. It was brutal. Okay, I bet, I bet but it's anyways, even worse now. The reason that 
I'm even talking about this and related to the joke writing segment is because I went to school with this guy who would be the traditional guy that gets pushed in the locker. Like, he's just a short, nerdy guy. He would, like, carry around a communist manifesto. Like, what the fuck, dude? His name was Mitch Toosnard. <laughs> so this kid was just, like, super... Super nerdy, super just weird kid, and uh, I wanted to make a high school quote. I think having a high school quote is cool to make something funny. But in my grade twelve year, I didn't go to school enough to even get one. You have to like have a certain attendance to ha- at my school. You'd had to have a certain attendance to create a high school quote. Wait, but, in your yearbook? Yeah, but yeah. usually in a yearbook, the quotes are lame. Uh, the longest paragraph would be like. Thank you so much to everyone that I met through high school. Uh, may the rest of your journeys be wonderlust, eat, pray, love, or something like that. You know, like that would yeah. be like the longest one. And then the short one would be like, would be like, man, it's it always was and it always will be for the boys or something like that, like a quote, right? So I'm thinking about writing a joke where I read this nerd's high school quote on stage because I think this quote is hilarious. Okay. What's the quote? Should we? Do we know it? And this isn't the whole joke, but this is like the setup for the joke. So this is the high school quote. It looks long. So I'm going to try to do it in his voice too. Oh God! During my time attending Prince Andrew, I've had the privilege of meeting people who I can call friends. I've had the privilege of excellent teachers. I've had all this because I was born with a silver spoon. I hope that beyond high school, I may see the fruitions of my plans. I hope that I can return the favors that I've gained from the community. I hope to leave a scar on the world. Ooh, that sounds very school shooter-ish. You leave a mark on the world, and yours can be erased. But a scar, no matter how hard you scrub over or cover it up, a scar will always be there. That is some school shooter shit. I hope to go on to raise a family. Those are what I hope. But I know that in the words of Winston Churchill, history will be kind to me, for I intend to write it. Carpe diem, brackets, seize the day. And that wow. is such a psycho high school quote. Look how wow. long. Don't that show is, his face. That is really long. No, I'll show his face. His name's Nicholas Clark. You search you him up. You can do that. But anyways, uh, yeah, you can. Put a sticker over it. Whatever. Yeah, put a sticker. <laughs> beep that out. So, we're, not, we're not here to call people so out. The joke, I don't want to get shot. The joke, yeah. I'm writing, <laughs> the joke I'm writing is how I want to reach out to him. Okay. And like, just check on, see how he's doing. Just see how he's doing. I, I, because there's something nobody checked I, in on the Unabomber. Nobody, nobody reached out to I, the Unabomber. I actually know the guy, and I heard he was last seen running from the jail with just track pants on. <laughs> so local reference. So they caught him, thankfully. Who am I kidding? All my listeners are probably um, local. But that high school coat's pretty fucking crazy, right? Yeah, that's pretty. pretty that's insane. kind of a red flag. He he also kind of looks like a little bit of a school shooter. Mm-hmm. He definitely Dude. has that. But that's why you have to be nice. Time. You gotta be nice to people, even but if they're fucking was weird. Nice to him. He just didn't get invited to like the prom after party. Well, that's that can be triggering. That is. That's cool. what I mean. That's why we should reach out to them. Well, it was a prom after party, so that means high school is done. So they were in the clear. Right. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, just quick. I looked on my phone, and uh, I think I've made it in the comedy world because I just have this notification on Instagram: comedy started following you. <laughs> that's all it says. Comedy. Comedy has started following me. So that's hilarious. I'm oh, a I'm a professional comedian now. Comedy comedy follows me. Hang on. Is it literally just... Is the Instagram handle just comedy? No, I think the Instagram handle is comedy from Toronto. See. Uh, Yeah. They follow you too? No, they're not. But like... 
They they just have their name as I'm just comedy. A fan. They're, they're Repres- comedy yeah. representing Canada. I'm just a fan. I'm gonna follow them and see if they follow me back. Hopefully they will. Unlike that guy I went on a date with who didn't follow me back. You went on That's a date rude. with a guy and he didn't follow you back? Yeah, I followed him on Insta and no follow back. I, I once no I once follow back. Big bad sign. Oof. Bad do you, do you that guys, means okay, he's a girlfriend. This is my is that a bad sign? Yes. <laughs> you, it is, right? Yes. Yeah, it is. is there any chance he didn't see it? Well, like, I, like it depends on the dude. Like, like if it was me, I would see it because I like check that shit. But like, yeah. I don't know. Is he the type to Did like never check that? that? He, he yeah, posts. he saw it. Here's the thing. I don't think a lot of guys actually post stories. Unlike Mitch, Mitch does yeah. the stories, but he he does stories. Oh, okay. So, he so saw yeah, it. it's probably a bad sign. Um, but that one makes time, me really sad. Well, well, this story might make you feel better. That makes you this sad. This one time, I liked him. This one I time, I. I, I know a, what you mean. I, one time I went on a date with a girl <laughs> recently. All right, you, know, oh. you go first. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Durham. Did I interrupt you? <laughs> so, yeah, one time I went on a date with a girl recently, and we had a second date. It was really cool. And then, like, I leaned in to kiss her, and then she's like, no, I'm not feeling it. Okay. And, and I was like, no, this sucks. And then I got over it pretty quickly. Yeah, but that, okay. I, like, honestly, that night. That is worse. Like, but, no, honestly, that night I was like, than a whatever. Back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get like it. She's not into me, then whatever. But dude. you're also 21 and a dude, and like, you you do well on the date. Like you get, you do well. I don't. You get the ladies. I don't do well. Like I don't do I don't well with dating. Go on that many dates, honestly. Um, I feel like there's like a few girls that are into me for sure, but I'm not into them necessarily. Like this date was like it <laughs> was that the first mean time I fuck that them. I. What'd you guys do? Uh, we just went for drinks, but like it was the first time that I like had a date where I was like I'm physically attracted and I'm emotionally attracted. Like oh, okay. it, was, it was the first time that I felt. Where'd you guys go to drinks? Everything lined up, kind of really, really nice. Lion's head. Did he pay? Lion's head. He did. Lion's, dude. Lion's head, bro. Well, I mean, I like it. I like when yeah, guys it's like suggest a nice casual place. A I like bar. Lion's head. <laughs> I enjoy quite a bit. I don't know. I guess give it a minute. Maybe he just doesn't like to, to follow so before. quick. Maybe because like I could also see a guy being like, "All right, I just had one date with this girl. I don't want to like follow her right away because Maybe. like that would be right. weird." You know, it was only on Sunday, so yeah. you know there might be. And we yeah. did text. We texted. Oh, that did you night. text after? He texted me right after the date. Okay, which but, is what gave me kind of well, hope. That's, okay, that's a good sign. Has he texted you like since you followed him on Instagram? So, uh, mm, I don't know. Actually, that's a good question because we texted the night of the date, which was Sunday. Yeah. Or Saturday? Yeah, it was. It was actually Saturday because um, on the memorial was Sunday. I texted him the next day, just being like, "I survived the memorial," and we had a little chat. Okay. And then we haven't talked since then. So we haven't okay, talked well, since Monday. I think like a guy, I, think, I could I don't definitely. Think he's in you, no, I can definitely see a guy thinking like after one date. I don't want to follow her on Instagram because like, what if the second date doesn't go well? No, you don't dude. want to have to, to follow this girl. It's fair. I can see that, so I wouldn't lose total hope. But I would, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's a good you, sign. If he's, not a, he's, if he's not a follower on day one, listen. If he's not a follower, <laughs> <laughs> I like the honesty. I want the honesty. If he's not a follower, I want the honesty on day one. Fuck him, dude. And well, listen, we'll see. Maybe, we'll see what happens. No, Sarah, set your goals higher. Because honestly. You know what? You know what's really funny. Most of those like old adages and cliches are like something to make fun of, but they're often true. And yeah. I, th- I think you're just looking too hard right now. Yeah, I said just wait it out. Because, but you can't not do anything at this age because they're not just going to come to me. I'm not at an age where I'm going to just be able to meet. Like, in order for me to actually put myself in a situation where someone just comes into my life, I have to try. 
It's mm. easy for me to you say because it's easy for me to say because I'm 12 years younger than you. But holy shit! How are you gonna say you're 12 years old? <laughs> but but I wouldn't worry about your age so much because unless you're like in your late 40s and you still haven't had kids yet, then it's like. Oh, what time. did I do? Oh what my just god! Happened? Look what you did. Are we blacked out? Um. Oh, did I? Oh, I just switched screens. We're good. Okay, guys, we're good. That was terrifying. I was scared. <laughs> I was definitely scared. We were gonna have there to start. There was one time I was we were gonna have to start all over. I was gonna have to go get another joint. Roll. My it, computer just crashed. It. It just oh, turned no. off in the middle. But Audacity, when you record in Audacity, it saves backups. Oh, okay, that's good. Um, the gonna, Audacity. The Audacity. What to say? The same. We're thing. gonna get into the roast segment of this episode. Okay. Do you well. guys want to uh, go live with this one? Do you want me to? randomly go live on Facebook and have people watch? We could randomly go live, see who we get. Damn it, I have my titles as 15-hour live stream marathon. That's what we're doing, guys. Surprise 15 hours. Uh, we'll call it uh, live recording with Durham and Mitch. And a Hopyard just emailed me. You mentioned Durham instead. Well, no. No, because Dur- Durham, I actually initially... After. I'm the initial guest. Okay, so Durham, since Let's you're a guest on me and Sarah's podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what are your questions, Mitch? What do you, you got? Hot questions for I'm me? I'm taking over the podcast, guys. Sarah is going to go missing soon because I'm going to kill her. There was a great quote that I saw that was like, dating in your 20s is I don't want to get murdered. Dating in your 30s is I secretly hope I get murdered. Okay, that's so funny that you say that. So like one time I was on a date with a girl and she's like, uh, I hope you're not a murderer. And I was like, huh, now that you say that, I'm going to kill you. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Did you kill her? My yeah, God. she's fucking dead, dude. Nice. Uh, no, that's so <laughs> she's terrible. Fucking dead, dude. But you know what's funny though? Girls are, but girls say that a lot. They're like worried about getting murdered and shit. And I think that's horrible. But also, I think it's horrible that they're just posting the routes that they jog on, on daily. The, like on, you're just yeah, asking to get would, kidnapped. I don't. I wouldn't do that. On the yeah. on the no, second, joking. that was a joke. Don't on the second day with my girlfriend, joke, I didn't even joke. like. In hindsight, it was totally see why she was scared but like on the second date we were like walking around and I was like oh this is a place like me and my friends like used to smoke like down like down these stairs and like on this dock and she was like oh okay and like we went down there for a second like we went down there long and she was like I think we should go and I was just like okay sure and like now that we've been dating longer she's like yeah I thought that was really weird that you took me there on our second date like that's what murderers do and I was like it, yeah. yeah that is that makes sense sorry about that I think a hike that. or a walk is like a fifth date thing yeah well my bad that's okay though. I honestly, I, I'll be honest. At this point, if someone was like, "Do you want to go on a hike?" I'll, I'll just say yes. Yeah, just yeah. say yes. Do you, yeah. And, and you I, see, I mean, I'm gonna be a yes person. You see them holding which, an axe. You're like, well, "I'll just ignore that." <laughs> Whatever. Darren's so, not a murderer. Okay, we're in, into the roast segment of the show. So, well, let's start by talking about roast real quick before yeah. we actually get into the roast. What do you guys think makes a good? What are the elements of a good roast joke? A good Can you type joke? that in so she knows. Um, I'd say a good roast joke. You need. It you needs gotta to hurt be their like, feelings. You got to pick up no, their insecurities. You got to really think, end the friendship at the end of the joke. I think like those can be good if you're like really good friends with the person. They're like fine with you going that hard. But I think like just a really good roast joke is just that. It's just like a good joke. Like it doesn't have to make perfect sense with the person. It just needs to make people laugh and like them kind of get it. Um, right, because the thing is. It's different if you're if you're doing a show for your friends, yeah, who who know the person well. But I feel like there is an art to it if it's a general audience that doesn't like someone who doesn't necessarily know you guys that well. Yeah, like to see you guys roasting, you would have to write things that are obvious. Like, and unfortunately, that's usually about looks. Yeah, right? so like, like for a Mitch joke, I would say it doesn't Mitch, always have to be. Uh, 
Durham was interrupting or energy me. or Durham vibe. was interrupting me earlier, and now I'm interrupting him a bunch. Isn't that so beautiful how life works? That's how a good podcast works, really. If the two guests interrupt each other as much as possible. But anyway, as with the so I was about to say though. I was about to say a roast joke as an example. Um, so like the whole point of roasting is you got to get under the other person's skin. No. But well, no, I don't think so. I think <laughs> you have to be the—you just have to be the funniest. Because I've seen roasters who like trigger someone on stage. The audience is going to see that, and they're going to be like, "Yes, blood! I want more!" Except, well, it has to be if you're saying something super dark about someone, it has to be funnier than it is like dark and mean. Totally, you always have to be That's funnier right. than you are mean. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Because the meaning, like, because if you get really mean, but it's a shit joke, you're just an asshole. Yeah. But if you're like, that was a good joke. Do you know if there's a way to pop out the Facebook chat? There's got to be a way. I don't know. Kirsten Finch joined. It's so frustrating because I want to. Did you just say frustrating? He said frustrating. I mean, you said frustrating. You said frustrating. You said frustrating. He said pacifically. These people don't even know how to speak. Did I say pacifically? He said pacifically. And she said. Frustrated. Yeah, I was talking about it's the ocean. Specifically, and specifically the Pacific. I know that frustrated is something I say so much. Don't say that. That frustrates. I me. would agree. Like, I feel like the the ones that cut deep are good. Yeah. But yeah, it's making you them. What? I think like, that. You know what I think cuts deep? It's the first one that cuts. The like, first joke. Like, I know the first one. Like. The first one is the deep. Okay, see, if you don't have anything to say, don't interrupt me. Um, <laughs> so, like. With the when we did the roast battle last time with Albert, like a joke, like when I said, "Albert, you look like um, Robin Williams if he had a mustache when he hung himself." Like no one needs to know anything prior to that. That's just a funny image to put in their head. It is, yeah, and it and it ties in because they think of they see him and they yeah. think of that image. Yeah, yeah, that's. So that's what makes a good roast joke, I think. Especially to an audience that doesn't specifically know everyone. Uh, Scott McLean's right. here. Me and Durham were talking about it earlier how much she sucks. Scott! <laughs> hey, Scott! How you doing, buddy? Uh, we're talking about roasts, and we're about to have a little mini roast battle here between Durham and Mitch. Um, and then Any we're going to... Oh, send yeah. to the other comedians. We're making McLean's enemies today. name down on this. Is he not in here? He's, Scott is not in there. I, and ju- then, I just roasted him, I don't, so we could give him... I've only met him we're twice, gonna, but I don't know if I could... We're going to draw names roast. and roast uh, comedians in the scene. Scott, would you like to be roasted? I guess asking is... Uh, yeah, I don't know who I'm going to get. Oh, good. I got Mitch Two Snares. <laughs> oh, let's go! Okay. Yeah. Who let's put go. my name in the bucket? What the fuck? Yeah, I let's did go. it, man. Gotcha. What the fuck? Gotcha. Uh, Mitch, I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, but you kind of look like a modern-day Kramer. Like, you got the same kind of shaped face, and you have, like, the weirdness of a modern-day Kramer. Uh, The only thing is... That's such a compliment. I know. I know it is a compliment. The only thing is um, you can't ever quite top his set at the Laugh Factory. Mitch has to roast Brandon Michael. I'm going to roast Brandon Michael. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Okay, but... I have to figure out how to roast Mitch, though. Oh, okay, yeah, you so, roast. Oh, Mitch. you're roasting I, too. Well, yeah. and you're gonna help me write some sort oh, yeah. of joke. Yeah, about, we're gonna write Mitch. a r- roast joke for Mitch. Where's some paper? Okay, so I'm like kind of chubby right now, but I'm not like so chubby that like I, I'm really insecure about it. So I you're think doing you a Brandon Michael roast. You can joke? make fun of how chubby I am. Oh no, we're just uh, we're no, figuring just, out. I oh. love. You know what? I want to incorporate somehow. I want to bite some style off of a joke that Nikki Glaser had about somebody, yeah. which was like, "You look like a 12 year old who found a million dollars." Something along those lines. That's with him. good. That's good for me. Like the toddler energy. Yeah. Something about like how. Ah. I don't, see, I'm so like, bad like at this. Mitch, Mitch, every time I see you drive, I want to call the police be- on a child driving or something. I don't know. Yeah. That's shitty. <laughs> it's tough to think of them like, because like, I always thought of them and then like, all right, how do I word it better? 
Mm. So it's tough to actually do it on the spot like that. I know. Yeah, I'm shitty at I'm definitely not on the spot comedian. I'm no Albert Coombs. No Albert Coombs. All right. Brandon, uh, Brandon's next? Yeah. If we can... Uh, do you have one for Brandon, Mitch? Is Brandon Michael alive? No, he's not here. Let's do uh, Brandon Michael, uh, you have over 20 pairs of sneakers. Uh, is that why you always smell like feet? Oh, good one. Got him. <laughs> Jeez. See, See that's funny because like... You know, smelling bad is bad, but he doesn't really smell bad. <laughs> but like but he the has audience a lot of shoes. doesn't know that, and he does have a lot of shoes. Yeah. But I let the audience know that. See, like I feel like you could make roasts not about their appearance if you give backstory in your setup, like foreshadowing almost. Yeah, you got a backstory. Like, like Mitch likes to compare himself to Justin Timberlake. Which is crazy because women cry for him and don't even come for you. I love that one. <laughs> That's a good one. Sorry, that, that wasn't on the spot, Scott, though. That feel was free written. to add to these roasts if you think of anything. No, Scott, um, don't. <laughs> Scott, stop watching. <laughs> Scott, uh, oh, I'm trying to think of a roast joke for Scott since he's live. Um, Scott McLean. Is uh, <laughs> something about being the live comments? He's the, Scott, Scott he's the audio equivalent of the live comments section on Scott, your Facebook. Status. Scott McLean is in his uh, second trimester of, of pregnancy. Oh. <laughs> I said of what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what? What trimester, <laughs> dude? I think everyone can make fat jokes to each other because everyone got gained weight. Yeah. Oh shit! No, not everyone gained weight. I definitely gained weight, but uh, dude, you name one person who lost weight over the quarantine. Mm. I did. You lost I, weight. I um. Yeah, I th- actually, actually, I don't know. I think uh, I maintained my weight. Yeah, I didn't tough. gain. Straight up, straight weight. up, like before quarantine, I was like three loops into my belt and I'm back to one loop in. And like, if I get any bigger, I need a new belt and going to buy a new belt would be very embarrassing. Dude, so, I already had to order new pants and buy new pants. I'm 5'10 and my waist size is 38. You're th- you're 38 waist? That's yeah. not true. Dude, What? why would I lie about that? That's just wild to me. I'm a 34 waist. Dude, I just am like a fucking thick motherfucker, dude. Like I my, guess so. Dude, my ass is insane. <laughs> I don't have I don't have an ass at all. It goes like back to legs. It's just boom. I don't even... Oh, yeah, I don't either. Although someone in Instagram DMs said that my ass looks like jello. And I was like, well, that's better than having a flat ass, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I think that's think a, that compliment. a compliment. Which, I think that was a compliment. We I have very different opinions. I don't opinions. think it was intended to be. If I... I don't think I'd say that like as an, an anonymous insult. account, right? Yeah, throwaway account. But he also called me a slut before that. Uh, yeah, so. was okay, I don't think it was a compliment. That's an aggressive <laughs> person. Oh my god. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> what are you doing? Um, Brandon Michael. Oh, Brandon Michael. Um, oh, you live with Brandon. I you, do. You could really. Um, I do live with uh, Brandon Michael. You know, if you ever, if you ever seen Brandon Michael, could Taco you, Bell be sick after this or what? <laughs> If what? You ever, could talk I about this If you've ever seen Brandon Michael, you'd know that um, he really identifies well with the kids from Columbine. He <laughs> looks just like them. Oh my god! What's Columbine? Like, uh, like <laughs> those kids. Have you ever seen the movie Bowling for Columbine? No. It's where these two guys go bowling, then shoot up a school. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You don't know about the Columbine shooting? No. Holy I shit! I think you're bullshitting. I don't. No, that. Well, what? he is pretty. Young, that, but I you're young so. too. How I'm 24. Okay, you're three years older than him. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. You yeah, know. no. I, I remember. I remember the end of the 90s. You know, 99, crazy year. <laughs> 99 red balloons. I, always, I never got that. Like, there was all these like 90s kids memes, and they'd have like 90s things. I'm like, if you were born in the 90s, you don't remember any of this shit. That's right. I'm gonna message the group chat. Yo, Yo, Sarah, you have 17 live? likes on Hinge. That's sick. 
Do you actually? I feel like that's not a lot for Do you a actually? Girl. We can, we, you want to see how many I have? I think that that's also messages, too. Look, I have three. Oh, really? And they're all messages. Actually, one message. What? Uh, actually, what? two messages and one, like... Ooh. Okay. Let's keep... Let's Dude, keep, you, you, you want to rate my Hinge profile right now, sir? Well, we'll do, that, let's do that after Rose. We'll do that after Rose. No, it'll be quick. <laughs> it'll be quick. All right. I'm supposed to. I, can oh, we work? I wish we could I wish, screen share. Yeah, I there. used to have a program that you I can just could, hold it up. It's a good camera. You hold it. I've uh, never even seen that picture of you before. That's, that's just me. Uh, Mitch trying to look smart. Hang on, this is the key. I'm looking for my AirPods. I keep losing them. Dude, I lost my fucking AirPods. Oh, what man. a great one! Is that a, how they know you're funny? The fucking core, like some fucking poor person. A, what every single comic in Halifax uses in their dating profiles? A yuck yucks picture. Oh, yuck, yuck. Let them know. Let them know I'm, you're a performer. If you have a I'm picture of you on yuck yucks on your dating profile, then you are a oh my God. losing opportunity. Here we go. Funny <laughs> how Mitch does a no-bo Columbine even though everybody wishes he was there. Oh, Scott, that's good. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Mitch, we wish you got <laughs> shot. It wasn't that good. Um, Nobody wishes I was dead. That's so untrue, Scott. Nobody. You're no, agnostic? no, not dead. Oh, okay, actually, yeah, that makes not sense. Not dead. Just shot. I just want you to get hurt a little. The hallmark of a good relationship is when you write hallmark greeting cards together. You don't think that's funny? You don't think that's funny? That's pretty cute. You don't think that's funny? I just I think, think it's I think cute. It's no, say it again so, so the audience. The hallmark of a good relationship is when you write hallmark greeting cards together. Yeah, that's a hinge prompt. The, the hinge prompt <laughs> is the hallmark of a good relationship. And I said... If you can write Hallmark greeting cards, right? Yeah. I wish I, I like still it. had yeah. my old Hinge downloaded. I, oh I forget God. what I had, but I had some funny things. Listen to this, though. An overshare is... Oh, yeah. One that's time one of the other prompts. The other prompt is an overshare. So that's the prompt I chose. <laughs> one time, me and my buddy were drinking rosé at the beach, and we split a bottle... But I was driving, so we had way more rosé. He had way, way more rosé than me. I overshare snacks, too. The number two. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, because there was like a. Oh, that's from my live show. Yeah, show the show the. It's a good picture. You have a decent profile. Darren, you're in my profile. I am. I'm not. And then look at the not. last. Oh, the yeah, last I'm picture. Kissing. Last picture is me on an ice couch. Oh, that's kind of neat. That's not bad. Not a bad profile. Not a bad profile. Um, I am agnostic. I don't know if I believe in God. You think I should lie about my height? I'm five ten, but I think I can get away with five eleven. Uh, no, I'm five eleven. I think if it's I don't think you're even five ten. Durham, you're six foot. I'm you don't think I'm all, even five? T- oh my! Hey, if my I'm five, if I'm five eleven, there's no way that you're five. It's the Dartmouth show. You're five ten. It's the Dartmouth show. Adrian Gabriel. We got Adrian Gabriel. We got Kirsten. We got Scott. Okay, what were where were we at with the roasts? Uh, I we had Brandon Michael. We had the Columbine jokes. Scott had that great Columbine joke on Mitch. We do wish you were there. Chris, and, Chris and, and then I pulled out Chris Halaf. Ooh, Chris Halaf is the next subject of our roast. Uh, let's think. I think we can think of a good one for Chris Halaf. Um, Chris Halaf. should lie about his personality. <laughs> Zing. Chris Halaf, a uh, local hurt. reporter and journalist, always chasing the stories, but uh, and is a, truly a great writer, but uh, can't seem to write a punchline. <laughs> See, they're, they're rough off the top of my head, you know? Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Um, what about... Oh, hey, Andrew Evans. Who's Andrew Evans? I don't know you, dude. Uh, Andrew Evans Who is... A good friend of the late Andrew Vaughn and a trivia host around the city. Oh, nice. And also a comedian. Nice to meet you, dude. 
Um, he also thinks you stole Peter Anthony's Something bit. about how Chris looks like a bouncer at Pacifica. <laughs> That's a good Chris one. Chris does yeah. look but like a bouncer at Pacifica. Like but what... But there has to be something added to that. Um, what a roast we, joke for Chris Halef. Uh, what can we add to the bouncer Pacifico? Chris, Chris, Chris Halef, it's very clear you have a denim fetish. <laughs> but when are you going to go public about it? <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, for the... Uh, I don't know. You can make him... I don't think Adrian the Pacifico Gabriel. bouncer... Adrian Gabriel. I think... Uh, <laughs> For those I, I think like something like like Chris, you're right. supposed to look professional. Oh. You're a professional journalist in this city, but every time I see you, it looks like you should be uh, manning the door at uh, Pacifica. No, at like a strip club. What was the strip club called? At Ralph's. Ralph's. At Ralph's. At Ralph's. At Ralph's. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Sarah McClellan, for those not watching, Mitch is thinking you should lie about his height. If it's, I think if it's an inch. The, I, like I don't think I do not I, think you should lie about your height. I don't care about height though. Like I'm an anomaly amongst women. I truly don't care as long as you're not shorter than me. Yeah. I truly I, and I also just don't know. I have no concept of height. So when people say a height, I can't even picture that. I don't even know how tall I am. I don't uh, even know. I should well, if, myself. if Mitch is five uh, ten, I don't know. You might be six foot two. Don't you remember you told me kidding. love me, baby? So. I think I'm like. Can we? Did I roast Chris in the low five foot? Do you have a Do you have a roast for Chris? Yeah, I said it's very clear you have a denim fetish, but when you kind of come public about your uh, Air Jordan fetish, right? Okay. Got you. Oh wait, no, I that's not what you said. But I think the funnier, no, whatever. I don't. Oh, think Albert Coombs. Uh, Albert Coombs. Uh, <laughs> Wait, we missed a roast from Scott McClain. Yourself as a journalist, I got a story for you. Fuck off. Classic, <laughs> dude. That sucked, bro. Uh, <laughs> okay, Albert Coombs. The, uh, the the most original joke writer, Mitch Tucson. Oh, I said do. It I actually do have something for Albert. Okay, you go first. Albert Coombs, you look like a hockey player from the '90s, but uh, you're a complete bender. Um, <laughs> Albert Albert Coombs is always looking up during his sets, usually praying to God that he doesn't bomb. <laughs> I got a very simple one. God doesn't answer his Dar- prayers. Jeremy, you and Albert don't do crowd work. What's up with that? I have a simple... I have a script. I stick to it. I have a simple roast of Albert. Oh. Albert Coombs looks like his favorite snack is Fig Newtons. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, friend, yo, my, fr- my friend is watching, and she said, she said uh, she is hilarious. I don't care about height. As long as you're not shorter than me. Yeah, yeah Sarah, I think that means you care about height. Yeah, but no, I, no, that's I, like a different thing, you know? Like, I... Oh, I understand a woman's desire to like want no, someone who's she bigger was just than her. You, could, you no. just were laughing because you contradicted yourself. No woman. Yeah, no, I know, I did. Because what if you shorted? But than I you? wouldn't. I like Nikki Glaser has the joke where it's like you can get a short guy, a hot guy on discount if they're short. Yeah. Like yeah, if he's hot and shorter than me, that's that. You just got to be hotter. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's where I think that's I think that's where that little man syndrome comes from. That's why you see all these like little. Muscly dudes in the gym just going as hard as they can. They're like, Jeremy, I'm short, so I have to be strong. Jeremy, you, see, you see them often when you go to the gym. Oh, when Chris, I used to go to the gym. Chris Halef, oh, you, you missed our roasts about you. Oh, we yeah. just roasted you. Chris Halef is here. Uh, you clearly have a denim fetish, but when are you going to come public about it? What? And also, dude, I think I told it the first way the third time. <laughs> Yeah, no, you didn't say the right part yet. <laughs> Don't you remember you told me you love me, baby? Yeah. We also said that you look like you run the door at Ralph's. All right. Dude, we actually, got, yeah. did you ever go to Ralph's place? I actually oh, went to... No. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I never, I've never been to a strip club, actually. I've been to 
two, three strip clubs, two in Montreal and Ralph's Place before they closed. I've never been to Ralph's. I I would have loved to have gone. I turned I 19 enjoy, like weeks before they closed. I enjoy strip clubs a lot. Really? I love it. Yeah, like, yeah it's cool. Like, what do you yeah. what do you do there? Because like. I've you never, look I've never like, and I never. You get boners. Yeah, I guess you look and get you boners, just, but like, was the lap dance that fun? I was just kind yeah. of there, like, hey, yeah, guys, this is cool. I like watching the the routine, prof- the dance routine. Durham, they're okay. professionals. They get, they're professionals. You don't think they'd be good at it? Well, I, I assume they'd be good at it, but it'd just be like, cool. I'm just sitting here with my boys in a boner. Like, it just seems weird. All right, you pulled another name out of the bucket. What is it? It is another Robbie name. Vino. We got Robbie Vino. Is Robbie, Robbie Vino watching? I want to roast him to his fucking he's face. Not, he's, he's not, not but let's watching. roast Robbie. All right, Robbie Vino. Uh, uh, well, he might be watching on YouTube. I don't know. I saw... You have a couple dogs. That's pretty sick. But uh, sometimes you're not my dog because you make, you make my feelings hurt. Oh, that's sad and not funny. <laughs> but that's, 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 that's what a, makes a good roast yeah, joke. Sad, sad and not funny. Joke, sad <laughs> just go for that. Yeah, actually, do that for all jokes. That's what I'm going to start doing. Andrew sad Evans and not funny. He was a DJ at Ralph's for Durham? years. That's did my they, set. Did that's you your set right now. Okay, <laughs> one sec. Andrew Evans said he was a DJ at Ralph's for years. Now I have a question for Were you, Andrew. Were you really, Andrew Evans? Now I have a oh question God. for you, Andrew Evans. Did you get an employee discount? And if so, how much? And if so... How often did you use it? And if not, did you still just pay full price for lap dances? And also, do you remember a girl that worked there with a bunch of tattoos, like covered in tattoos? Because one time I went there, the one time I went there, there was a girl with a bunch of tattoos and like she was covered in tattoos. And she, my friend paid for a lap dance for me. I paid for it. And, uh, <laughs> and when I was in the back there, she was like making fun of my friend that I like didn't really like at the time. And he looked really young. And she's like, is that guy you're with like 12 years old? And I was like, Whoa, that's so funny that you made fun of the guy that I, I'm not really like super tight with right now. So it's like funny that you made fun of him. And I was like, man, they just know what to say. And Durham, what you're underestimating is it's more of like it's more of an experience thing. It's more of like it's more than just a lap dance because if you go to lap dance like on a couch or a futon or something and just in a normal setting, you think that's weird. But it's all about the setting. You kind of like dress up for it too. So it's like a, it's fun. I would hope so. Okay, well, I would also, freaking hope so. That you dress up. Yeah, yeah. You well, again, we, we're going we're gonna to go back to the jeans issue here, where the boner up against the jeans, it hurts. I think strip club, it's, it's got to be sweatpants mandatory at strip clubs. But if you're wearing like a nice pair of, uh, what do men call it? Uh, slacks. slacks. Good pair of slacks. I don't know any guy who's like, hey, check out these new slacks. Check out these new slacks. No, like, like, hey, I got oh, pants. Oh, look, look, look. I worked, I worked there from 1999 to 2001. We won't know the same girls. <laughs> yeah, you don't know that for sure, buddy. You don't know yeah, that for sure. I, uh, I picked up Robbie Vino, so let's do a roast joke about him. Yeah, Robbie uh, Vino, you're tall as hell. Uh, is that why uh, do you, not you hit your head all the time and uh, have brain damage? Good one. <laughs> oh, God. Robbie Vino, you remind me of every bully in every 80s movie. <laughs> oh, shit. Every high school bully in every 80s movie. Well, uh, Robbie Vino, you remind me of every bully that I went to high school with, and it's very triggering. <laughs> and don't twist my nipples, because that happened. Did you twist your nipples? Yeah, once when I was at his house, he was twisting my nipples. He was telling me that I had to pay for the pizza I'd order. He was uh, rolling joints. He was making me tether my phone to the TV, but he wasn't even watching the videos I was putting on. And if anyone has similar experience, we encourage them to come forward. That's not funny, though. <laughs> I do want to go back to a roast that Scott did of Chris. Oh, fuck. Of Chris Halef. What did he Oh, say? I did see that one. It's Chris, Chris looks, Hale- like, looks like he oh, changed everything except his eyebrows. Yeah, Chris Halef looks, looks like evolution oh. changed everything except his eyebrows. And then Andrew Evans also said, and then Scott also said, turns out 
He worked there when Mitch's mom did. Did your mom work there? Scott McLean has a joke about uh, sucking dick for a million dollars. Scott, you suck dick all the time, dude. <laughs> another great roast. Another great roast joke, Mitch. Do you, do you have one for Robbie? For Ro- oh, I have the. Okay, um, Robbie talks a lot about uh, dog shit on stage, which makes sense because that's what he takes up there. Oh, I do like that one. That one can Although I thought, you know, saying these mean things, we should say nice things about or, people or afterwards you, too. Could yeah, you? you just remember that. I just remember that now that like I should like we should be saying nice things no, after dude, we roast people. Fucking, yeah. Could you uh, also Scott, say you're he so eats funny, shit? man. You're a good dad. Yeah, you're either a good would dad. work. You're a good father, Scott. Chris, Chris and your girlfriend's hot. Your girlfriend's hot as fuck, dude. <laughs> Such a twenty-one-year-old thing to say. And, like, uh, not even like a nineteen-year-old thing to say. Yeah, but don't you think? Like, don't hey, you think bro. Scott would take that as a compliment? <laughs> yeah, he would. Yeah, Scott would be like, "Hell yeah, thanks, brother." Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, dude. I know, I know my audience, man. Uh, my mom did work at Ralph's, and uh, yeah, just sucks dick for free on this live stream. <laughs> Are we doing like everyone? We only have three left. All right, let's try for three, and then let's do a little battle between you guys. A nice thing about Albert Coombs is uh, I was mentioning that earlier. I think he's funnier than me. Uh, I got Durham Laporte. So this is a good. Uh, I got to roast myself. Oh, okay, let me roast you. Oh, you got to roast yourself. Yeah. Uh, that I can't. Can it's tough. Be, it's tough. I, can I can't roast, roast myself being I can roast the best myself. young comedian in Halifax. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Um, oh, yeah, I didn't roast myself earlier, so I yeah. didn't told you. I think yeah, that's we, you that and me the in there one. now. That was the first, that was the first name. One. Oh, shit. You didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, my, well, and my name is spelled wrong. Yeah. Hey, Mitch, uh, why don't you change your fucking last name all, already? Uh, because no one can spell it. <laughs> I just guessed. I just roasted myself. I'm so sick of roasting, man. Yeah. Jeff Ross, I don't care what happened. I don't care about it. if you're trying to get canceled. Get me on the roast battle. Yeah, look, Jeff Ross, we don't know what happened with that 15-year-old, but please like our oh, roast no. jokes. Is please. About, is there stuff about him, too? Mm-hmm. Fuck! Yeah. Can male comedians fucking stop it? Dude, if I'm ever famous, I promise. Stop it. If I ever become famous, I promise to be celibate. And I know what you're thinking. That's a lot you to know. trade for fame and comedy. But I love comedy so much that I would go celibate like a fucking Catholic priest. And not even. Actually, no, that's terrible. Yeah, that's yeah. terrible. Just, yeah. Mitch. The way the Catholic priests are supposed to be, like, no sex at all. You know what I mean? Or like a monk. Yeah, okay, fuck the Catholic Church. Uh, monk. Yeah, monk's better. Y- monk's you better. you want to go without sex? I to think be a famous w- comedian? Mitch, yeah. I think it would just yeah. be easier to have sex with girls off. who are obviously yeah. your age. Yeah, you, what mon- if you can't jerk off? Dude, monks wank it. Uh, monks. Monks. Monks <laughs> wank it. Monks wank it all the time. Monks. Most monks. Monks. <laughs> monks. No, Do I'm you joking. think monks wank it? No, they don't. Silently. Maybe. I like that joke, Scott. I don't think I'm going to say it, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Actually, no, I'll say it. Um, so Scott just put, a nice thing about Albert Coombs is that he'll probably only last as long as Andrew Vaughn. That's... I, I want Albert to last forever. Oh, I'm sure he will. It's just a fun roast joke. <laughs> okay, where were we? Right, oh, we were at, you were at Durham. Did, did yeah. you roast yourself? I roast... Yeah, well, roast I didn't really roast myself. I just called myself the best young comedian in Halifax, so... Mm. I just said some truth. Mm-hmm. Is it? Did you pull my name? Emma Mater. Oh, Emma Mater. Even I have a joke mean. for. I actually pitched this to Emma as a joke. What? Which is they say that you go for guys. You. They say that women go for guys that are like their father. Emma's father is dead, so she likes dead guys. Ah, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's funny though. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. But like, I f- I wouldn't make that joke about her. She she. I pitched it to her. Oh, you pitched? Uh, yeah. Because yeah. she gave me a really... What she really, said? Did she say she it was bad? She gave me a really good premise. 
And so I felt the need to give her a premise back. This is something I feel guilty for with comic friends. Because they'll be like, they'll they'll figure out something about my life that's funny and give me the premise. And then I feel like I owe them premises. Mm. Like, I, I feel guilty for, for taking the premise. Uh, Scott McLean said Durham self-rust joke was as true as he is funny. So I think that's just agreeing with what I said. So thank you, Scott. <laughs> okay, let's write a roast joke about Emma Mater. I was just going to make one about uh, how she does drugs, but I think that's pretty public knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just do it anyways. Uh, I think that been a roast joke. Uh, right Emma, you have glass in your purse all the time for some reason and uh, razor blades. Uh <laughs> And you wonder why. Maybe because it's all the drugs you do. Stop doing drugs, Emma. We're worried about you. Oh, man. Um, yes. Uh, Emma, Mitch talks about all the drugs you put in your body, but that's not even the most fucked up thing Emma Maida puts in her body. She decides, she chooses willingly to eat pizza with fucking Smarties. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> like, you, like, she would order it as a topping if she could. It's absolutely disgusting. I don't know if I have a roast joke, but it's... I just use heroin, not Smarties. I like that. I think it's me. I think I'm the last one. Yeah. Give me your best shot, boys. Don't don't go easy. Because uh, there's nothing, absolutely nothing, you could say that I haven't thought about myself. Didn't I? Didn't you already get Saturday? Sarah yet? Sarah is finally giving up her dream of fucking a comedian because she, because she's doing her first open <laughs> mic soon, and she knows comedians don't fuck other comedians. <laughs> write something like that yeah <laughs> to be like I, i've just given i you know at this point i might as well just do look, it look i tried to fuck you guys i couldn't do it it's time for me to try this joke thing out for myself so now i for sure can't fuck you yeah yeah it's uh it's not gonna happen at all now i have a oh. roast joke for myself <laughs> um Oh, they say they say that look and this is this is what i mean about bits and promises and stuff because i know someone else has a has a joke with this premise, which is they say that lonely people um, take hot showers because they're lonely. That's why my tub is always flooded. <laughs> Scott, Scott McLean, he looks like he looks like the guy who used to be the star quarterback who just now eats food and drinks beer. <laughs> definitely, definitely was a star athlete in high school. Scott McLean was. <laughs> Sarah, you, uh, you, uh, you're a fan of Joe Rogan, but you also claim to be a feminist. Pick one. <laughs> Rogan. <laughs> Rogan over feminism. Rogan for president. He, dude, honestly, okay, can we have a little debate? Do you guys think Rogan would win if you no. try to go for president? No. You don't no. think so? I don't think so. Because Trump had way less fans than Rogan, dude. Yeah, Trump had Russia. And Rogan fucking just, like, he enamors people. Like, you gotta think his fans, like, get are diehard. You know what I mean? I think you could do it. Scott, try me! Yeah, let's go for it, Scott. Chris, evolution changed everything about you except your brain and your jokes. <laughs> oh, man, we're going hard. We're going... Oh, we got a... Kim with uh, Booze and Bourbon podcast watching. Shout out to Booze and Bourbon. If you're into paranormal stuff. Does she drink bourbon? And, and whiskey. I don't know anybody who drinks bourbon. Well, like, Kim, I mean, I, I'm sure they exist, but I just, in, in my circles of friends, I have zero friends who drink bourbon. Kim, oh, she's not watching anymore because I was talking shit about uh, bourbon. She, she left. She left. Uh, I was about That's to okay. tell her, I was about tell her to have me as a guest uh, just without Mitch so I could stop being interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I did want to shout them out though because their podcast is pretty fucking awesome. Um, but oh my god, that's so funny! Someone's like new number, and I was like, "Who this?" And they said Vic, and I was like, "I don't know Vicky? anybody." Walt? No. Oh, let me tell my Victor. <laughs> So someone said, someone said, new number. And I was like, who dis? Right? And then they were like, Vic. And I was like, Vic? Who? I don't know any Vicks. And then they said, from the local, we hooked up a couple weeks ago. You said you'd call me, but you never did. So you know what we're going to do right now on the stream? Oh, we're going to call First time on the stream? Face, yes. Oh Let's do oh it. Oh, my God. Let's do it. I'm FaceTiming this random person who thinks I hooked up with them. Well, she, I, thanks. I think she's pretty sure. She has your number. I haven't been to the local since COVID's over. I, I well, actually, she said a few months ago. A week's. Well, she answered. So, I don't think she's going to answer. There's no way. Like, I think it's one of my buddies pranking me. I don't What's think, 782? Uh, that's their new area code. No, that's not an area code. That's when you have a prepaid phone. I have a 782 number. It's when you like have a prepaid phone. It's not like a contract. They didn't answer, man. This... <laughs> is this the episode where Mitch does a takeover without anyone knowing? Or you know what, Matt? Every time I have Mitch on, I assume that's how yeah. it will go, and I'm okay with it because sometimes I'm I need facetiming a, them again. Sometimes they're not going to they're answer. You don't know that. Well, there's no way they'd answer that. It's just so aggressive. I love it. I love it a lot. I want them I, to answer it. So I really not want. Gonna. Who could we call? Who would answer? Random numbers texting you is so exciting. I I love that. Do you guys want to do a little roast battle against yourself? Yourselves? Um, sure. I can roast. Do you guys want to do that? I'm going to do like three jokes each. Oh, yeah, three. Do you want me to get out of the frame? You want to flip so a coin? Oh, no, guys? it's fine. Do you want to flip a coin or what? <laughs> or do audio- Here, I'm going to pick a number on this thing. Uh, okay, I'm going to pick the uh, the first digit on this barcode, and you're going to say odd or even. So if you are right, odd, you get to choose. Odd. So it is an odd number. It's seven. So you go first. Oh, so you're choosing me to go so first. So we're going to okay. do three jokes. We're gonna, uh, joke, 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 like yeah. back and forth. Okay. So this is a roast battle between Mitch and Durham, and Mitch goes first. Go ahead. Durham, you said you're really self-conscious about your weight, so I'll leave that for my last roast joke. But I'll start off something uh, that you should be nervous about. Uh why are you so scared to do crowd work? They won't bite. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Mitch, uh, Mitch lives with his grandmother, which is very nice. Um, he really loves his grandmother. Uh, of course, he would. Of course, he would choose to live with his parents if they still loved him. <laughs> I will give him props. That was a good one because it's like, like they love me, but like there's a reason my mom lives in a one bedroom apartment now. <laughs> like, like, nah, man, you can't stay over. I only have one bedroom. Are you kidding? Yeah, I used to just spit on the walls. I used to just smoke bong in my bedroom. I used to just fucking be a mess, man. I saw him. See, that's what makes for a good roast joke. Yeah, it's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, physical, in the physical, pe- just, physical penalty. Just punch physical them in penalty. the face after every roast joke and be like, "Gotcha." Okay, it's your turn. Durham, uh, you have a sweet hop yard show tonight. That's pretty cool. Uh, you didn't give me a spot. That's not that cool. Uh, what's up with that? that that's your roast joke. <laughs> that's not a roast. It's uh, just a personal vendetta well, coming out. Well, Mitch, I, I uh, do have a hop yard show tonight, and uh, I put on all of all of my favorite comedians, um, and each one of them likes to write new jokes. 
<laughs> Durham, uh, uh, you look like you never close your tabs on your phone. <laughs> you looking at your notes now? <laughs> you kind of look like you drink triple triples. <laughs> I don't drink coffee. You look like you buy all your clothes from Bulk Burn. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. You're a huge stoner, but you can't roll joints. That's true. Uh... <laughs> You look like you drink tap water. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny when you did that in your set when you said you tap I've water. Done that, I've done my both sets back. I think I'm gonna do it tonight as well. No, I don't think I don't think you should like say for like the third time in a row. You should just go like like it's the first time again. It looks like the whole friend row drinks tap water. Yeah, like, so if you want that unsolicited dad, advice, no, I, I always appreciate advice. And like sometimes when I try to like give advice to people, people are like you're such an idiot, Mitch. And I'm like, oh, you know, you're probably right. But I do like when people give me advice. Oh. I don't know if anyone won that roast bat- battle. I think you're I both. still have one more joke. Oh, yeah, you have one more. Yeah, we got jokes. Mitch, well, Mitch, damn it, I was Mitch just did like both of you. Mitch did like four in a row, and I was just like, that, like, oh, okay. taking the shots. So they're yeah. all small, so I yeah, they're that. just yeah, they're it's, just it's, mini ones. It's quantity over quality, Durham. Well, okay. it shouldn't it be quality over quantity? No, it should be. But yeah. he did quantity over quality. I think uh, it should be whatever you want because comedy is an artistic expression. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mitch says that comedy is an artistic expression, uh, which makes sense. Mitch has been doing art his whole life. He actually started by finger painting shit on the walls. <laughs> Durham always has really well written jokes on stage, but has trouble improving. Uh, I think he has a ghostwriter. <laughs> and uh, if so, that'd be pretty scary because uh, he can't get a better one. Um, I appreciate that you said that well written jokes on stage. Thank you very much. Uh, but then I ended it with a. Yeah, I know. I know what you ended it with, but uh, maybe you could borrow my ghostwriter so you could have some good jokes. I like that. Ding, that ding. sucked, Durham, dude. I think <laughs> I won. I think what is you're the both. Audi- I think that you are both losers. Mitch, when you roast Durham, you shouldn't compliment his keen sense of of who not to put on a show. Hey, Scott, are you on the show tonight, bro? Didn't think so. To be oh, fair, I- to be fair, both of you guys were on the dark comedy show that got canceled, and I didn't change the lineup of the Hopkins show from before. Sound like of the dark show. So, do you happens. have an approach approach to curating a show in terms yeah, of who you pick? Definitely. Um, well, like for the dark show. Well, the dark show was like kind of my first show, so a lot of people who like if I did the dark show again, it'd be a lot more curated. Right. Um, but with this Hopyard show, I kind of like because I feel like I have like the guys on the show are kind of clean, where the girls are kind of dirty. I like that kind of a little think, bit of contrast. Yeah. Yes. So I think that'll be fun. Positions. Yeah. <laughs> But my plan with Hopyard, if it keeps going, is to always just have six comics on and they do eight minutes and then a headliner. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be good. So uh, final question. Uh, we're going to close up this episode, but that was a lot of fun. Finally. Um, what's your guys... I'm doing stand-up for the first time in a couple weeks. Advice for me. But, well, this is good that you got advice from us because we're probably like the two newest comedians this do is it like consistently. This is the new faces show. Yeah. I can't think of any Like when did you start Mitch? Oh, I could give you so much advice uh, As a new comedian One Just uh, not answer my question That's yeah. cool <laughs> It's fine Just let's just move on it, You've been doing it just over a year right? March was my anniversary Yeah, yeah. Okay And I started uh, in November Yeah so you're a little You're newer Yeah But that's okay uh, my, Newer but more talented What was your question Jeremy? Ask it again <laughs> What question? Oh Oh advice when, for me That's what you just said When you started 
Oh, is that what you asked me? Yeah. And oh, then yeah. I was like, I think we're part of the two. I didn't even hear you. I think I think we're part of the two newest comedians to do it consistently. Isn't that crazy? I didn't even hear him though. Okay, sorry. So, yeah, my advice would be one. So, like, a lot of people have started comedy and they're not in the scene. You know what I mean? But yes. you're in the scene. You're starting comedy. Uh huh. It's it's a weird added pressure for me. So though. I I think you're getting too much advice from people because it, it's going to get in your head. My that's actually very true. So yeah. maybe stop listening to everybody and just do my thing. Oh, definitely don't listen to everybody. Like do what you feels right. Like there's mm-hmm. been people who yeah. like told me like Cause tags it, or like a way to say something differently, and like I'll try it, but I like don't like it because like, like not that, really that my voice. That doesn't mean don't run jokes by people. But I'm just saying like how you just asked us for advice. We're probably not the first people you asked for advice. So Although just, to be fair, people say. people know knew know you better than they knew me. So they didn't know my voice Where like some people yeah. Who talk to you Might know your voice Better than they would have Known mine And that's That's I'm I w- She doesn't have a, uh, She has like a podcast voice But she doesn't yeah. have a Stand up voice Yeah that's true too But it's gonna be pretty s- Yeah Similar-ish um, One thing I will say Is like I've been Hanging out And sort of like Writing and running Things by uh, Kirsten, Alva And Adrian Cause I'm like Well the stuff is a little more women centric, so I do want to hear if they yeah. think it's funny. But I will also be writing if I like a few guys, yeah. just because I'm like, I just want to make sure it's decent enough. It doesn't have to be the best joke ever, yeah. but if I can actually like run the jokes by them and have them even just chuckle a bit at them, uh, I'll eventually. Be, though, I'll be happy. Well, eventually, though, you're going to be like, but r- it is writing, added, writing all your jokes by yourself, so you should. That's you know, the thing. It is an added out. advantage. I, I'm at a weird advantage, but also I think. With that advantage comes a oh, lot definitely more pressure. Comes more pressure. Because Andrew Vaughn said it, he's like, you're at a point where if you went up and like really, like if you really sucked, that would be bad. Yeah. Like he said that. Yeah. I pre- disagree. Yeah. Pretty much because no, I disagree. I've been the way that I've seen the last year of like going to shows and like talking with you guys and learning about it is it's like I've been taking night classes. Yeah. For like a year. To me, it's been. But I also I think I think also the main issue that new comics have is like confidence on stage and like not even knowing what a joke actually is where you are ahead of the curve on both those things. Yeah. So like if someone's going up and has confidence on stage and is like saying like jokes or what appears to be a joke even if they're not there yet you're gonna do a lot better than anyone else who's just starting off being like "Uh." like, I'm fairly I'm fairly confident about what I have. I w- yeah. I would I'm fairly it. proud of it. I would compare it to something I learned through skateboarding. Because uh, I, I find like like everything I've done uh, is connected in some way and you can like learn lessons from other things. And one lesson I learned is like is like it takes raw talent uh, like it's a it's a whole uh, it's a whole like pie chart but there's like a huge chunk that's like raw talent but there's also a huge chunk that's knowledge mm-hmm. but there's also a huge chunk that's like hard work. And yeah. like at and like at first, like even if you're really bad, you just got to keep putting in the hard work, and you're gonna get there. Right. But I had something else that I kind of like. I kind of like save. I kind of walked in that sentence and saved myself with something that sounded <laughs> somewhat coherent because I had something different that I want to say. So now I feel like an idiot. But no, but I think you're right. I think that there's the yeah. There's the stage presence. There's the actual joke writing. Yeah. And then there's the actual hustle and the the work ethic to to keep doing mics. Like even though you might not have done that well, yeah. Which is, I think that's also an important thing. Like when I started, I did. I had my first mic, but I also had like 
three or four mics already lined up right after that. So it was like... You had no choice. Yeah, it's like, I have to do it. That's a good idea. And uh, yeah, so... Like, I'm starting at kind of a weird time where there's not a lot of shows, but but especially with Matt's uh, Thursday show... Like that's really cool because yeah. I mean that's that's going to be a regular show that people know. I just have to show up and I'll probably get on. Kind yeah. Of thing. Although I, I'll be honest, like get there early. I think there'll be a few comedians who just to get there super early and sit there and write until the showtime. Ca- they'll just be camping. I have, out. Any Thursday they'll, I have they'll off. They'll camp out for their three like, minutes. I'll go. I'll go out. I'll go there at like six. Six. I think you flip. He you said flip, flip a coin. Yeah, flip a coin and you get three or five. Minutes. I'd love to try. I'm gonna be like Matt. I'd give love me to five try minutes, some of my jokes before ladies' night. Maybe I'm thinking about that. I, um, yeah, that was a tough room, though. Uh, I, I'm, it did seem tough. Totally unsure what it'll be like tonight, but the, the first night that was the a tough set, room. The setup is is really hard. Just like the setup at Economy Shoe Shop is really hard. Like, like the best setup is Yuck Yucks, where it's like you're literally in the corner and everyone's sardined up into your fucking grill. But at Economy Shoe Shop, it's like you're like yelling down one hallway while there's like a bedroom next to you yeah and then then a weird table off to the left and then and then daily grind is like you're like yelling down a hallway and the green room is part of the stage it's a weird setup and the capacity is super small too we really need snuggly's back because that has the best yeah stage setup snuggly's is pretty social distance because you can have like all the fucking oh it's more social distance than shoe shop that's for sure oh my god way better oh my god but honestly like they're like I'm not I'm like kind of I sounded like a little harsh there on Daily Grind like it's still a no, no, sick, no. it's a sick venue like like everything's really nice and the drinks are really nice and the dude she's the waitresses uh, but Stephanie shout out to Stephanie she was my the blonde one she was your blonde that, that's <laughs> Sarah's blonde Stephanie everybody <laughs> she she was really she was a really good waitress because she like introduced herself and she like made it clear that like call me down whenever you need anything like she was really good. Shout out yeah, to Stephanie. So shout out Stephanie at the Daily Grind. Daily Grind. Hopefully I'll see you tonight. Uh, and, uh, I wasn't hating on the Daily Grind saying it's a tough room. That's good. That's good that it's a tough room because was, yeah. if you do a joke that works, you're like, We were like, talking good. about this earlier. Yeah, me on the card over me and Durham were like, uh, we're like, oh, I wonder what it's going to be like tonight. And I was saying like, fucking, I've only had two shows since I came back and both went well. So I'm, I'm like, fuck it. If I have a bomb tonight, fuck it. Toughen my skin up. I'm and that shit. so scared to bomb. So scared to Oh it sucks Because dude. I It's I so need... scary Everyone's watching you And you're the center of attention I Sarah think, I think... And then as soon as you fuck up And say something not funny There's just silence, silence And all that silence nothing. Is because of you I think a big issue with bombing Is like Unless so you scary. like Unless you bomb like In a cringy way Where you're saying terrible things Or gross things Like if you just have like A bad set like in your head you think everyone's remembering that and judging you where really like every comic is like yeah been there done that and like the audience member just forgets about you yeah that's true they're just like like new new person is up they just forget about you so it's like who cares what are your guys' thoughts on commenting on the bomb like like if you say a joke I think it's appropriate yeah it makes you feel better if you know you're bombing if you know you're bombing Mm -hmm. and like the audience probably knows you're bombing too obviously they know you're bombing addressing it but sometimes it's like oh you don't want to address that that was pretty bad it all depends like dude Durham's the other <laughs> were you yeah you were at the that, that was a rough one at the that was a rough one but like, a rough it, one. it wasn't like nothing to be embarrassed oh about. no yeah. I don't know I, I, that was like I think that was one of my first time bombing where I did address that I was bombing right yeah, yeah which I, I don't think you should do but I like <laughs> when people go oof like or like 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 the, they'll say something and like nothing happens like, I feel like, like oof, I, feel like I don't know yeah. anybody who when they know. start bombing can really turn it around interesting it's definitely tough I don't know how to do you know anybody? I could just be not thinking about it. I don't know. I don't think I've seen uh, anyone really do it. Like, you're pretty good at um, yelling at the crowd. 
Me? Yeah. Like, loud. like you can, like when you say that was funny. Why aren't you laughing? Like, like you've done that before. Yeah. So, um, I think other people have talked about this. So I do this thing. Like, like Ryan actually mentioned that he's like, yeah, when you tell a joke and it's not funny, you can like save it. And that's like a good talent. And I was like, that is a good talent because most of my jokes aren't funny, so I can <laughs> I can save my set a bit. But like, I don't think I've ever been like bombing and then save the set. Like, I feel like mm. no. Yeah, mm. like I feel like if I've been doing all right and a joke doesn't like if I do a joke that's all right and then I do a joke that's not so good, I can like save myself a little bit, like save that punt that certain bit. I feel like a ha- little bit. Have you ever? Okay, I'm just gonna ask a couple more questions. Then we're like a little fucking bit. Go. Um, have you ever had a sh- like a bomb that was so bad that it like really Im- like where you didn't forget about it right away where it kind of sat with you and you're like oh fuck that was like did it- has anything ever hit you and like made you feel like I can't do this again? Um, nothing ever made me feel like I can't do this again. Um, yeah, just like I've had bombs that suck, but right. But I'm you, just, you I'm kind of just, just like. It off. Because yeah. I feel like when women bomb, they're a lot harder on themselves. I think it all depends on the person who... Have, like, there's definitely guys who are extremely hard on themselves when they bomb, too. And then there's other people who can just brush it off. Right. And I think it all depends on your style, like, and just... That's right. Your personality. And, and it's a learning experience. You just gotta you just gotta do it. Yeah, and everybody bombs. So I don't think people yeah. should feel bad. Especially in, like, the first five years of doing comedy most, you should yeah. most, you're gonna bomb a lot so like a lot, uh, that's interesting the whole concept of a bomb so like some people think if you don't get big laughs on all your things that's a bomb because you should be like at a yeah. certain level but I've never like bombed really bad at a big show so like if there's a huge crowd like I do alright like, uh, like I'll just I'll do at my level which I don't think is a bomb but like I, I think like if it's a small small crowd yeah. Then you're kind of like, unless they're roaring, you're kind of bombing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. there's like, you'll tell a joke and there's no laughs. Like, ooh, and ooh, the ooh. rest are comics that have heard your stuff. Yeah, a bunch it's just of time, like, so they're not gonna really laugh. I do think it's, oh, it's tougher so hard to sit in that silence, bro. Oh, I, fuck I, I do think sick. it's tougher to bomb when like you do have my, like mine and Mitch's style, where like we're, we don't tell stories ever. Mm-hmm. I tell some stories. Okay, well, mm-hmm. I don't tell stories ever. Like, mm-hmm. I I know if. I know I have jokes that will work. So if I am performing mm. to a big crowd of people, I know like I have jokes that will definitely work. So I don't think I'd ever like bomb in like a huge crowd. Yeah. Huge crowds are better because there's yeah. more people. So there's more people that yeah. would relate to what you're saying. So my worst bombs have been at like Gus's in front of two people. <laughs> yeah. That would suck. Yeah. Is especially Gus's like, like if, if I did like my stuff so in front of a crowd of like three men. It just wouldn't. Yeah, like it's tough. not going to be good. Gus's like, is a good setup too. I like that stage. Gus's yeah. will. Gus's will not be kind to what I have for sure. They're not coming back. Well, no. oh no, no. But like they will. Like probably will. But like, like I just know that it. My stuff, unless there's a good crowd in there, it will not be. Well. Although it before well. before COVID, um, when they were getting the restaurant back, the last like two or three shows at Gus's were packed. It was great. Yeah. So hopefully, really hopefully that continues afterwards here when uh, Mondays are back. But Oasis just dropped off in attendance big time. Like, well, yeah, that was expected. They had like a promo- promotion out the before the day before. Yeah, because even they this gotta last start. one, this last one, they didn't put it out till like right, like late the day before. Like they really got like that's my main thing Shouldn't with Oasis because they, like they have Wednesday? good promo, but it's not done enough in advance. Yeah, yeah. really, like the Running day that your show, the day your show is over. I'm not underestimate that. Oh yeah, for sure. But the day your show is over, if you know the lineup, like if this, if the room is booked weeks in advance, if you know the lineup, there's no reason that poster shouldn't be up. 
the next day yeah. that the show ends. I'm just pumped. Weird. Just you just pump it. Just pump it out. Pump it out. Cause otherwise people are gonna people won't see it. They just won't. So yeah. that's the key. Um we're gonna we're gonna end this episode, but I wanna thank you both for coming on. Oh, this was great. This was so fun. I had a lot of fun. We went a lot of places. <laughs> And I want you guys to follow both of these gentlemen on social media. Durham has been doing shows, so yeah, you got to make so sure you follow him. You can, uh, I guess, add me as a friend on Facebook because I don't care about Facebook. Anyone can be my friend. I post jokes and do a live show there sometimes. And Why don't you do the live show on Instagram? Because Instagram, it's just... Well, I guess I could do it on Instagram, but Facebook, you Facebook, Nobody you get... Facebook, bro. No, Facebook, you get more people. Because remember when I was yeah. on your show? Do you remember that? Yeah, we didn't get many people on that one. No, we did. <laughs> no, no. Oh wait, no, that was here. That, that was, was one here. that was here. We got yeah, a lot we, of people. We got, on that we got one. a lot of people, but if we were on Instagram, because I had a bunch of people message me and they're like, "Why isn't on Instagram?" And I was like, uh, "Because these guys are fucking lame, bro." Well, no, well, I didn't Facebook actually say that. You can follow oh me. God. I didn't say that. Kyle Barnett coming in harsh. Durham and Mitch look like they are competing in a contest to have their bands play Warp Tour, and their only incentive to do so is hang out with underage girls. Um, Kyle, I don't think anything joking about underage girls is funny. <laughs> he left. He posted it and then left. That's really rude, Kyle. So and, I just want to um, go through. You I only get say, two minutes tonight. Now I want to say my <laughs> I want to say my apologies for the end of this podcast. I want to say sorry to Albert for my roast towards you. I want to say sorry to my uh, my friend Emma Mater for uh, telling roast jokes about you. I want to say sorry to myself because I think everyone should treat themselves like their friend, and I would never be mean to a friend, so I shouldn't be mean to myself. Uh, sorry, Durham, for all the rude things I said to you. Uh, sorry, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Uh, Scott McLean, Robino, you guys can still go fuck yourselves. Uh, Wait, Durham was in the process of plugging. That was, his a, that stuff. was a joke. That was a, that was supposed to be like a. I know. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. But um, all right, I'm continue, plugging my continue. stuff. And also, uh, Instaders on Instagram. Which is such a good handle, by the way. I just oh, love saying you. that. Instaders. It, it works well. I always get the nickname Durs. Hey, Sarah, who has better handle though, me or him? I think I do. I think you do. Just by the way. You guys way are both fucking Instaders. By the way it me. sounds, you win the handle. Dark bitch. Dark bitch. Kyle Barnett Comedy Dum Dum is a good one, too. And then you can that also sucks, follow Kyle. me on Twitter. I have 16 followers right now at Durham Stands Up. Durham stands up. And I do. I stand up often. Right now, I've been sitting down too long. I can't wait to stand up. Stay tuned for more Hopyard shows. Yeah, hopefully, if they like me. Mm-hmm. I got merch coming soon. Uh, it's gonna be just selling them at all the open mics. Uh, yeah, actually, I am. And if anyone's going to talk shit about that, they should... <laughs> Did you I want can... me to talk shit about no, it? No, I can feel you guys talking shit. About <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I will wear your t-shirt if you give me one. Really? Yeah. But can it be in a girl style, not a baggy guy? Can it be cute, like a cute girl style shirt? Do you see how fashionable I am? Of course. I will wear your t-shirt on stage, then and roast you the whole time. If it's a V-neck, even better, because cleavage. <laughs> um, Same. I want to show my cleavage. Yeah, so I got merch coming soon. It's basically going to have, like... I was thinking about, like, getting my tattoo of a shopping cart and saying pushing carts and breaking hearts. That's going to be on the back. And then I commissioned an artist to, like, animate my face. <gasps> can I? Can you send me the contact? Yeah, I, wa- totally. I, wa- I want that. Yeah, I'll totally do it. I want that. It was. I think I paid like forty bucks or something. That's not bad. 
But like, it's a local like, artist. Like they so. cartooned your face. Yeah. yeah. Did, they, want, did okay. they actually add your face? Because there's this new style. And Forty bucks of, like, is a lot, but at the time style, I got my everyone, search check all this art of like your body and just no face. Yeah. It's like it's like the biggest thing right now. Everyone's getting these pictures. Everyone's getting these pictures. Like, check out this drawing I got. They didn't do the face though. That's what everyone's doing. I see it all over social media. I'm like, where the fuck are the faces? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any of those. <laughs> yeah, it makes, makes no sense. sense. I haven't seen any of that. But if you can't draw faces, stop drawing fucking people. Please make a joke, some <laughs> sort of joke. And like that's it. It's so wild to me when I see that. Oh, it's all over the place. Well, what's what's Albert saying? Scott McLean, too soon, Scott. Incidentally, too soon will not be something people say when you die. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, Albert. <laughs> Um, where were we? So you have merch. Okay, where... Um, I, don't, I don't have merch yet. It's coming soon. Coming but soon, though, but they got to follow you. DM me on Instagram at DartMitch for pre-orders. Uh, I'm going to... It's going to probably... Like, I'm not going to make money off it. I'm going to do it at cost, but it's going to still be expensive because I want, like, nice materials. So Eventually, though, you I, could... I want, yeah, totally. Start, start the merch train, and then you can always change it later. Dude, I probably, I, I, no, I don't want to make it profitable. I want it to be, like, solely, like... Because I... The the profit will be people are like oh you're wearing Dermot shirt that's that's like you, this guy is all about I, the art I get it you you want it as a promotional tool not necessarily to make money and I would be the same way too if I made merch because there's different options for podcasts where you can like you can have you can just upload your logo to this site and they will just sell your shirts people buy directly through them and you get like maybe two bucks a shirt oh. or something if you if you sell shirts that's bad because like they get all your data. I don't really care. Everywhere but like if I did a merch store, I wouldn't want to pay for like I I don't have a lot of money to invest. So I would just have them set up the merch store and if people want to buy an intoxicated shirt, you can buy it through that site. Okay. Because I'm so small still, I'll take the promotion if you want to buy my yeah. fucking shirt. I don't really care about the profit. So I I brand. actually want to uh get merch too, Mitch, and my shirt is gonna say I'm not saying I'm a pedophile. And I think everyone would buy that. <laughs> Nothing about my name. Just, I'm not saying I'm a pedophile. <laughs> you I, can also got to f- subscribe to Mitch's YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. What's oh, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. It's just my name, Mitch Tuznard. Mitch Tuznard. Yo, you know what's funny? Real, recent, Mitch Tuznard uh, on YouTube. But you know what's funny real, recently? So my great-grandfather came here from France, right? So I thought it was French, naturally. But recently, my Uncle Melvin and my Uncle Cletus discovered... <laughs> These are real names. Uh, I guess I'm Durham, so I can't like I can't yeah, shit on anyone's weird name. name. Your face. So, <laughs> so they found out recently that my distant heritage is actually the Twinor, my last name. Twinor on my dad's side, yeah. Twinor. My great great grandfather came here from Norway. He's Norwegian. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then I googled recently Norway, and I was like, man, the people kind of look like me there. Okay. So I want to go and yeah, check out Norway when COVID's over. It'll be a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. Until you get to go. Thank to Norway. you guys for coming on. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. This was so fun. Hey, yeah. listen, I'm kind of glad it's over because I want to smoke another joint. But listen, this is so sweet to have myself over here. Aww. I got a show tonight. This is gonna be such a good Thursday for me. This yeah. is so fun. Okay, so go thank back you guys in time for and check out my Hop Yard show. Got to follow Intoxicated everywhere you find podcasts. Make sure you subscribe and follow on social media, and you can follow me at Sarah Mackle. You guys get to ring the bell. Wait, let's do it together. We're going to do it together. One, two, three. There we go. That was good. Beautiful.